This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. That's kind of caught my attention. You listen to the headline. This is a Daily Mail. You must eat these five foods on the same day you cook. Or open them to avoid getting sick. Oh. I sent you this story. That was this was news to me. What maybe two, one or two items I I knew that yeah, you shouldn't do that. I knew some of these, and Michelle, uh, my wife, has been adamant about one of these items for years. All right, so here it is: food safety professionals. We're talking about experts are saying that these foods are prone to E. coli, Salmonella, Listeria, other bacteria. So you got to eat them when you cook them same day, or if you open the item, you got to eat it the same day. This is according to Dr. Tracy Brigman, registered dietitian, clinical associate professor at the University of Georgia. All right, Dr. Brigman. At the Department of Nutritional Sciences. Most leftovers will safely last three to four days if they're refrigerated. Uh, within two hours and packed in an airtight container, blah, blah, blah. You know, there are like millions of cases of, you know, air, or of uh, foodborne illnesses. Yeah, you know, something like 48 million Americans get some type of foodborne illness. And it can range from just an upset tummy to, you know, like being hospitalized and, you know, maybe even croaking. But I mean, there, there are some very serious cases here. Okay. But, uh, some of the things, and, and Fessa, are bring, these household things or are these like really obscure things? Do me a favor, bring up the story online because it's going to be easier to, because they have it all like uh, partitioned out here. So it's, uh, you must eat these five foods on the same day. You must eat these five foods on the same day. I, I want you to bring up the Daily Mail right there. I right, click that. Let me get control of the mouse over right. here. And, you know, some of these things I knew, some of these things I did not know. And got to be honest, uh, I violated some of these things, and, and I don't. I've never gotten sick. Yeah, I violate some, and I don't know that I'm going to change now at this point, just because yeah. somebody in Daily Mail told me to. Hard boiled eggs. Okay, I don't do that. Well, you all know you're supposed to eat hard boiled eggs, eggs the same day that you cook them. It, well, if you open, open them, the if egg, you, if you peel them, yes. So if you hard boil an egg and you don't peel it, you're okay. Like right now, I got to be honest. One, two, three, four. I think I've got about eight or nine. Uh, hard-boiled eggs in my fridge. You know uh, what's interesting about this? Yeah. The, I know you guys shop at Costco. No, you're a Sam's Club guy. I'm, I'm Club Sam's. Okay. Yeah, that's my so game. So you go to Costco, MJ. I go to Costco. You know what we used to buy all the time from Costco is the organic eggs that are already peeled, hard-boiled in the package. What kind of lazy son is a, Really? They're great to throw in a lunchbox. Listen, I'm telling you, well, it's great if you get your own eggs and you're hard-boiled your own yeah. eggs. And yeah. it's already done. And guess what? It's it's bulk. It's a bulk it's buy. Great it's, it's, a, have, it's great if you have a cow and you right. churn your own butter. Let yeah. me see. You buy Thank you. hard-boiled Thank eggs, you. big deal. Okay, Dwight. All right, let me, let me I tell didn't, you. I didn't Uber, the Uber eat hard-boiled eggs to my house. Let me tell you right now. I, I had, I was up in New Hampshire recently. 
I was up with Michelle up at Chloe's uh, college. We uh, just before Thanksgiving, we went up and we helped pack up uh, the bulk of Chloe's dorm room because she's done in a couple of weeks. Actually, less now. Chloe's done in ten days. Done with college graduate. So we went up there and we stayed at a, a motel uh, up. Uh, it's called the Garrison. So we, we stayed there a lot. The uh, Garrison. It's called the Garrison, yes. and it's in uh, what is that? Dover. Okay. It's Dover, New Hampshire. And they have a whole breakfast thing set up. They have a, oh, they had a pancake machine. Have you ever seen the pancake machines? Uh, dude, Holiday Inn Express has had that technology since no, no. Like 2011. No, it's like a claw machine. Uh, I mean, it's got a glass window. You push the button and it spits out the, the stuff. It has a conveyor and it cooks it and it dumps it out. Dude, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. both right. sides at right. the same time yeah. and it spits out perfectly? Yeah, I didn't know that. Are you kidding right. me? Hotel breakfast technology and I are... Hand in hand. I took a video of that. And I, I never posted it. Maybe I should post it now. No, it's been out for a oh, decade all right, plus. All right, all right. So they had, you know, why don't uh, you put a, a picture of the omelet station? They had cereals. No, they didn't have this. This is like all self serve. But they had the hard boiled eggs. You know, like some convenience stores sell them the hard boiled. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, the hard boiled eggs that are in like a plastic package, and you open them up, and they're. Let me tell you right now, those were the worst freaking eggs I've ever had in my life. Okay. They were inedible. Some of, and I've had that before. Some of those pre-hard-boiled eggs that are like yeah. done in a factory are absolutely awful. Yeah, they're I a little mean, rubbery sometimes. Just horrible. I mean, I would rather eat. I think rubber bands. Terrible. Yes. Sir, we have an option of hard-boiled eggs from a box or rubber bands. Which one would you prefer? I'll take the rubber bands. Oh, yeah, sir. All right, so let me, go, let me go back to my story here. All right. So hard-boiled eggs, once you... Once you peel them. Uncrack, yeah, peel yeah. them. And, right. and, like, my hard-boiled eggs, I don't make hard-boiled eggs where the yolk is like... You know what I hate? When you have a hard-boiled egg and it's the yolk is totally hard and then... Little pieces break off and get stuck in your throat. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Totally. And then you're coughing. It feels like you got little pieces of yolk in your lung. Yeah, it's like soft okay. chalk. Right. I got like uh, yellow yolk di lung disease or something. This is, turn <laughs> this is turning into a hard-boiled egg podcast. Well, this hang on. really in-depth. Uh, well, no, but hard-boiled eggs. I don't, I do not cook a hard-boiled egg with a hard yolk. I like, I like a soft... Like gelatinous. Okay. I like when you get just that gel. It's it's not totally soft and it's not hard. It just you get that nice, just soft gelatinous. I want to take an egg and shove it in my eyes right now. <laughs> right. Anyway, hard boiled eggs. Do not peel them and then keep them around for days. Apparently, that's really bad for you. So again, one of the foods that you got to eat right away, uh, same day. Ground meat. The USDA cautions that ground meat lasts just one day, a maximum of two, in the fridge before it goes bad. Really? I, I eat my, I'll eat it, order a hamburger out to eat, take it home, and eat the rest you, the next day. No, that's, that's cooked. That's cooked. We're talking that's, about raw yeah, ground beef. The, the okay. raw ground beef. You can't do that. Raw, okay, okay, that sounds reasonable. Once you have... buy it and unseal it, hmm. you, you got to use it. Okay, I went to Sam's Club on a six-pound Package of ground beef. Yeah, you got to freeze it. So you got to take what you want then and there, and you got to portion out the other, and you got to freeze it. Sometimes I get these these sun basket options, and they'll send you the meat, but they don't say that you have to use it. They don't that you don't have to freeze it within a day. All right, let me go through the list quick. Cantaloupe melon. 
cantaloupe. So food safety expert Dr. Darren Detweiler at Northeastern University in Boston, former FDA and USDA food safety inspector, says that cantaloupe should never be kept for an, an extra day in the fridge because pathogens like salmonella and listeria grow quickly. Sounds delicious. All right, so we're, we're with ground beef, we're hard-boiled eggs, we're cantaloupe raw chicken. If you bought chicken and forgot about it for a few days, chances are it's already going bad. So you gotta got to use your chicken quickly as well. Cooked rice. That was the one that kind of struck me as odd. It doesn't always taste great. Remember there the was a day. kid that looked like some kind of deadly disease or deadly, the guy, the kid died from eating like leftover uh, chicken fried rice. I thought it was like spaghetti room. noodles of some kind. I think that's happened noodle. before as well. Like he ate his roommate's food yeah. or something. Yeah. So th- there you go. That's the list of foods that you, you, you got to eat like right away. Uh, don't save it. Cantaloupe, rice, ground beef, and then hard boiled eggs once they're peeled. Raw chicken. Yeah. And uh, 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 did I say chicken? Yeah, raw chicken is yeah. on the list. There you go. All right. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. All right. I see people doing this on an airplane, and I, I almost want to interject. I almost want to intervene and say, what are you doing? Don't stop it. What are you not? Is that the guy walking by that wears the same thing every day? Is that is that is that the dude? Is it? Who, yeah. What does he do here? I don't know. I mean, this guy walks by. Every, I have no idea who he is and what he does. No, well, he seems like a nice enough guy. I hey, listen, join the club. I wear the same thing virtually every day as well. You should meet him. Yeah. Okay. No, there's this guy that works here. We see him, like, walk by, and we have no idea who he is and what he does. I don't think he said anything to anyone. Does he even work here, or is he one of those people who just show up at an office? He found, like, the badge in the parking lot. Yeah. He just shows up and he comes here to an office. I think we have one of those here. Yeah. Someone that just walks in every day, sits at a desk, and it's like, I think people are afraid to ask him, what do you do here? He probably has an answer. <laughs> he just walked by. He's got a backpack, which that scares me. Uh, anyway, so I see people do this. I want to interject. I almost want to say, I almost want to slap it out of their hands. No! You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. What What do you think it is? What should you never order on an airplane? Mm. I'll give you a hint. It's, on the it's actual be- plane. It's beverage service. So okay. what should you oh. never, ever order? Okay. I've always heard you never want to order coffee on a plane. Why is that? That is oh. correct. Because, like, the yep. coffee machine has never been cleaned. Filthy. <gasps> Filthy. Mm. Coffee and tea... You don't want to order. You talk to any flight attendant, and they'll tell you, "Ugh, gross." This is ironic Ugh. because Roxanne only gets a nice cup of coffee on a plane. No, because this is coming from a non-coffee drinker, you MJ. So it's good that you have this research available to you, and you don't even drink coffee to care. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't want to drink coffee. I, yeah, don't confuse him talking yeah. about it with him actually yeah. caring about it. All right, so, listen, I could probably ask for flight attendants right now. 
we usually can, whatever we ask for, we usually can get. Hey, if there are any flight attendants, you don't have to mention your airline. If you don't want to mention your airline, you don't have to mention your airline. But if there are any flight attendants, or hey, maybe some pilots, maybe you've got some uh, captains or FOs that are listening right now, uh, buzz us up. Your thoughts on drinking coffee or tea on an airplane? You never saw, I've heard this for years, and Fester right on the money, that the machines are disgusting because you never drink coffee or tea on the airplane, uh, and it, it's just that it, it's it, the the machines are just not clean. I have a theory. They're probably cleaner. Go ahead. They're probably cleaner than the coffee machine here at our, at our station, Maybe so. which I've survived that. So yeah. So that's, that's the issue. Hey, if there are any seriously any flight attendants or any uh, airline folks that are listening right now, phone us up. Uh, also, can I point something else out? The and this happens a lot. So they mostly do this. The coffee that's made in that coffee maker, which you see in the galley. They walk that pot into the bathroom, and when they don't need it, they dump it into the toilet. Also, so, so then the backsplash from the toilet, well, the flight. Well, just just the in fact the room, that it's it's like just inches away from the toilet, yeah. and they're dumping the coffee in the toilet when and, when it's old and they don't want it anymore. Right, and then that thing gets just put right back in the coffee machine. Uh, look, the phones are ringing here on flight attendants. Uh, hi, good morning, MJ Morning Show, uh, Johnny and Largo. Hey, Johnny. How are you? Coffee, Johnny. Uh, so, Johnny, you've been a flight attendant, my screen says, for 20 years. 20 years in the business. All right, are you still a flight attendant, Johnny? I am still a flight attendant. Excellent. Uh, Johnny, do you want to mention the airline or no? Do not. No. Okay, hey, no problem at all. So, Johnny, tell us your thoughts on coffee and tea on the airplane. Well, most of us who have been in the business will not hang a coffee pot over the toilet. We pour it into the sink. Okay. And most of us will stand outside of the lab, reach in and just pour the coffee into the sink. Right. We're not even standing into the lab. Right. So, Johnny, what about the fact that the, the coffee, the water tanks and the machines, that it's just not that clean? That's one of the uh, things that I've heard for years and I've known flight attendants that won't drink coffee or, or tea on the airplane because of that very reason. So one thing that you should know is that flight attendants themselves know this. And we take it upon ourselves to clean the coffee pot. We'll run the, through the hot water and stuff. However, we cannot do anything about the water that's in the tank. Yep. For the aircraft. And that's the, that's the issue is that that's the issue also. It's not just the machine. It's the water in the tank that might More not. More so than the machine itself. Ex yeah. And that's true. They're 100% right that it's the water in the tank that they're using to make the hot water uh, for the coffee or tea that that tank is, is not very clean as well. So, hey, Johnny, uh, thank you for calling in, buddy. I appreciate it. Let me add real quick. Yep. They do do the sanitizer tablets that they will put into the tank um, quarterly. Oh. So, okay. But so you could be the first flight after that tablet, and the water may be extremely strong with the sanitizer. <laughs> right. You, why does this coffee taste like bleach? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. Right, thank you. Johnny, uh, fly safely, buddy. Thank you.
Wow. All right. All right, here's another flight attendant. Patty is in St. Pete. Flight attendant on the way to the airport right now. Hey, Patty, welcome to the MJ Morning Show. Good morning. How are you? Uh, you got a, are you deadheading somewhere or you got a flight coming up? I am commuting to New York and then I'm going to San Juan. Oh, wow. So you got you fly to JFK and then you got a flight from JFK to San Juan? Yeah, it's an easy day. We're American Airlines. Do I have it right or wrong? Or, or are you jet blue? Neither. Oh, neither? Ooh. Oh, so okay. w- you want to tell us the airline or no? No, but it's the best one. Okay. <laughs> All right. But she doesn't want to tell you what it is. Uh, uh, I wonder, is, that, is it the airline that I fly most? Um, Big D. Maybe. Uh, All right, so... Patty, tell us about the coffee on the airplanes and the, the old story that you really shouldn't order coffee or tea. Well, I pretty much agree with Johnny. I think he said it all. And to me, it's the water in the tank that I don't trust. Yeah. And we should drink it a lot more. And I used to find myself getting sick in the old days when I used to drink it, which was on older planes. I've been around a very long time. But I don't trust the water in the tanks. Do you ever try to dissuade passengers from ordering coffee or tea? You ever say, you know what, I, you know, how about something else? No, I've never done that. All right. Yeah, but uh, folks, if you want to you know, travel a little more safely when it comes to food and beverage service, uh, it is recommended that you skip the coffee and tea. And again, some of the machines can be dirty, but even more, as Johnny pointed out, I was just about to get there, even more so, it's where the water comes from in the tanks that, uh, you know, I wouldn't trust that water. Hey, Patty, uh, have, a, have a great flight up to New York and then down to San Juan and uh, enjoy your... Are you working the, the economy cabin or the first class cabin today? Uh, economy today. Uh, you're back in the uh, back in the steerage class. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I have a beautiful layover on the beach, so it's going to be uh, very nice. You have an overnight. Two. Oh, you have a two day in San Juan. Yeah, it's sweet. Oh, that's awesome. So, listen, I would imagine your seniority is high enough that you get to bid these uh, kind of flights. Yes, pretty much. Thirty-four uh, years. Awesome. Uh, hey, thank you, Patty. Thanks for listening and calling in. Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Look at that. I mean, I asked for flight attendants. I get two of them. I got one of going to the airport right yeah, now. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, fantastic. And they both kind of said the same thing that you did. They agreed. Yep. yep. Uh, again, don't drink the coffee or tea on the airplane. You don't want the water out of that tank mm. is what it comes down to. This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. <laughs> Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. A lot of yoga talk because you've got the yoga nidra thing, which you know people really seem to have uh, honed in on. Where even the sales guys that Fester works with at General RV, like four or five sales guys, 
I've are, been... are doing yoga yes. nidra now and uh, this meditative thing. And now, what if you wear used yoga pants while you do your yoga nidra? One of the best things about yoga nidra is you don't need to buy expensive yoga pants. You can do yoga nidra in any clothes you want. You could do it naked if you wanted to. You don't even need to wear clothes when you do yoga nidra. Should we go to phones? Should we ask people if they would wear used workout clothing? So Lululemon is getting in the business. You know what, folks? Fire up the phones here real quick. Now, before the break, you heard me mention that Lululemon, which is a famous workout brand. I don't own any Lululemon. However, I think my buddy Mark... I think Dr. Mark has like one of everything they make for men. But Lululemon is now getting into the used workout clothes business. So Lululemon Athletic, isn't there a Lululemon store like in Hyde Park? Yes. Last time I checked, I've shopped at that one. I assume it's still there. There's one at International Mall. Yeah, it turns out that things that you would never consider, by the way, Froggy's back in the room, You but I, t- I texted you guys. I was taking. I had to use the restroom. Oh, I, I didn't. Did. I didn't receive that. Sorry, I don't stare at my phone for hours like you do during the show. It's my restroom break. Yeah. Anyway, so Lululemon yes is now offering used gear, but the question is, would you want to wear yoga pants or other workout items that people have previously worn? No, because they're up their butt and they sweat. Ugh. Yeah, but what's the difference between buying used clothes at like? Wherever else, a used place. Well, it's the more intimate, uh, I think, factor that people have really worked out and sweated in these clothes. Yeah, and I uh, wouldn't let, let buy me, you let, hey, let, let me give out the number here. 800-990-1047. 800-990-1047. Would you buy used workout clothing? This story is about Lululemon. Ugh. And Maybe because uh, it's so close to your skin. Like, when I was a kid in Little League, we all just used one uh, jock strap. <laughs> we just shared it. Please stop it. No, you're lying. Lululemon's chief executive, Calvin McDonald, was initially skeptical of trying to get customers to buy the chain's previously owned gear. This is in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. I would have been in the category of, would people really do that? Yeah. But then he realized that there are times that people readily accept already used items like well, hotel bed sheets. Those are previously slept in. Yeah, and people sweat at night and cough up eye boogers. And- so, I froggy, do you have to be that gross? Really? You how, spent how you, the last three days oh, talking on. about her kid vomiting in her eyes. All right, so, how, how do you cough up eye boogers? Well, it's very simple. You go like this. And then the booger comes out of your eye. Oh, if we stop it. All right, anyway. So this uh, guy from Lululemon says, for the younger generation, this notion of sharing clothing through rental services and purchasing lightly used gear isn't as foreign as it might seem. So the younger generation, was it millennial or Generation Z that they're interested So Lululemon tested their resale program, and it's called Like New. They tested first in Texas and California, and then they rolled it out across the country on Earth Day. Was Earth Day in June or something? When is Earth Day? I don't even know. Sounds right. Can you look that up? Earth Day just makes it sound even dirtier. So shoppers get a gift card for trading in their pre-owned gear. 
Do you have any pre-owned gear? Can we now, cover it in mud? They they don't accept some things. They don't take sports bras, swimsuits, or shoes. See, I would wear a sports bra before I'd wear yoga pants. Well, I use sports bra. I, I the guess 29th, they, June 29th is Earth Day. I guess they feel the other way. So Lululemon uses a company called Trove Recommerce to... Sort out what garments are good enough to then be resold. They clean them. They use a bunch of techniques. They permeate the fabric with liquefied carbon dioxide to pull out grease and stains and bacteria. The process is provided by a firm called, listen to this, Tersus Solutions. Steve Madsen, the founder of the company, said it was originally developed by the military to clean nuclear bomb parts. I mean, doesn't that freak you out a little bit, how much they have to clean it and what they have to use? Oh, my God. Like, how dirty is it? And then how many chemicals does it have in it after it's gone through that process? All right, I'm going to go to phones here in a second. I got a couple of calls on hold, so hang on. I'm going to your calls in a second. A previously worn Lululemon Wonder under high-rise crop pant is selling for $49 on the company's used section. Versus eighty eight bucks for the new one. Wait, so how much for used? Forty? Forty nine dollars used, like eighty eight dollars new, so it's a little under half off. Is it worth it? Uh, let me go to phones here. Hi, good morning. The MJ morning show's on Fester left and closed out the call screener, so I gotta ask you who you are and where you're calling from. <laughs> Hello, is it Edward? Uh Andrew's telling me Edward? Yes. Hey Edward, uh, would you wear used workout clothing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I can't do it. Right, and what is it about used workout gear that somebody has previously worn and sweated in that kind of turns you off? It's just it's just like you said. Somebody else has been in it. I'd rather, I would honestly rather just use the own pair of clothing that I have. I honestly could not wear somebody else's clothing. Not just because it's a comfort factor. It's more like uh, just. I can't. Yeah, they call it the ick factor. That's one of the things. It's it's the ick factor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. All right, who am I going to next here, Andrew? Uh, Brad. Brad, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Look at this. Oh, two of all these guys. Yeah, guys are calling in. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey, Brad, hold on a sec. Would you wear used yoga I, pants, I, Brad? I, I've, hold on a minute. I got... <laughs> hey, uh, Rox, hang on a sec. I got to get, get a woman here. I, I've got to get a female or females... I've got to ask females, would you wear used yoga pants or workout clothing? All right, you know, resold on the secondhand market, like from Lululemon or whomever. All right, if you're a woman, I want to hear your take. 800-990-1047. 800-990-1047. Would you wear used workout clothing? Again, uh, only females, because I have two guys on hold now. All right, so 800-990-1047 if you're a woman. All right, go ahead. Uh, what was your name again? Brad. Hey, Brad, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Go ahead. The reason why I called is because I got you know, a little side hustle with an eBay store, and that's one of the brands I always look for when I'm at the secondhand stores. They sell Lululemon, sells like crazy on eBay. And you guys can just go to eBay, type in Lululemon yoga pants, and see how much they're selling used. Wow, so you have an eBay store, so it's a little side business. Yep. And so I'm imagining the Lululemon stuff secondhand, it brings good money? It, it has for years. All right, so Lululemon, would you say it's that brand that brings top dollar above any other brand? 
I would say it's pretty close. I don't like dealing with clothes too much because, you know, all doesn't fit, that type of thing. But Lululemon is one that I will pick up if I, if I can find them. All right. Uh, how much side hustle business did you do a year with your eBay store? Um, I've been a little slow on it this year because we just recently had a baby. But last year, I think I did $35,000, $40,000 in sales. Nice. My God. And then what's the bulk? Is it all secondhand stuff that you're finding cheap and then reselling? All secondhand. I, I like going to the garage sales, going to auctions and picking stuff up. Ooh. And Oh, so you buy stuff, whatever. You buy it cheap and then sell it for a, yep. a markup on eBay. Wow. Yep. You know, the one thing with eBay, and I've sold some things on eBay. Uh, eBay over the years, though, they've just jacked up their fees and everything. And it kind of drives. Especially lately, they've been doing that a lot. Yeah, I guess Mercari. You use the Mercari marketplace at all? I, I've tried it. I just, McCarthy's a little bit more just for clothing, and I just don't like doing clothing that much. Gotcha. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, phones are jammed. Andrew, which line, every line is jammed now. Which lines am I going to? Uh, okay. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Who's this? Uh, this is Arlene. Hey, Arlene. Uh, would you wear used yoga pants or used female workout gear? Yes. And the reason I say that is of the cost, I tend to do a lot of thrift store shopping. Gotcha. So you're doing thrift store shopping. So you're going, you're finding your own stuff. You're not going to the Lululemon website to buy used gear from them. You're going and finding your own at the thrift stores. Yes. Right, do, you, do you find decent stuff that's clean, that's not stained, and in decent shape? Well, of course. And then you're going to take them home and wash them. Yeah. So they're going to be clean. Oh, no, I uh, technically I understand what you're saying, but still, when I read this Wall Street Journal story, that for a lot of people it was still just the fact that it was previously worked out in and sweated in. But apparently the, the younger generation is having less of a problem with this. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm almost 16. Gotcha. All right, well, listen, good luck with that, and uh, I wish you the best. Thanks for phoning. Hi, good morning, MJ Morning Show. Hello. Hello. Hey, Karen, is this you? Yes, it is. All right, Karen, go ahead. Would you wear used clothing? Absolutely. All right, so used work. Now, it's not just regular used clothing. It's used workout gear, so you have no problem with that. I would not because, just like she, the previous lady said, it is what you do wash it before you wear it. And what's the difference between workout clothing and we do live in Florida. We sweat in jeans also. Got you loud and clear. Thank you. All right. I'm going to line uh, line four is Amy. Hey, Amy, you want to weigh in? Hey, how are you guys this morning? We are great. Tell me about your interest in used yoga pants and used workout gear. I got to tell you, I won't mind at all buying used clothes and workout gear, only because, like the previous woman, you take them home and wash them anyway. I go to Plato's Closet a lot. And I got to also make a comment about all the guys that are calling. Yep. And I'm thinking they're having some horrific idea of maybe all the guys' junk being all sweating and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be different for them, but I think for women, it's okay to wear the used clothes. Thanks for the call. All right, let me grab line five. Good morning, MJ Morning Show. Who's this? Uh, Leah, I'm told. Hey, Leah, you're on. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, quickly, I'm up, up against the clock. What do you have? Um, so, I had 
definitely. I think it's funny that you are remembering this. This has been years. Like, everybody buys used, like, clothes, especially used, like, workout clothes, especially women, because you got to think, like, we would just go home and wash it in laundry. You know, my I have a sister. We share our used workout clothes. Yeah, but I mean, you're a sister to each other, so your relatives. You know, the deal is yeah. is that you know, Lululemon is now selling used gear when they said they had never thought this would work, and now it's happening. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. <laughs> Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... And Doug. Not to be confused with... And Doug. This is... Doug. All right, so Roxanne and Dig Doug, they have numerous properties that they Airbnb, and apparently Roxanne and Dig Doug had a big problem over the weekend. Roxanne, you spent hours cleaning the place up? Well, I didn't personally, but... What, you made Doug do it? No, 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 no. I, okay, so here's the deal. You hired some... Uh, some help? My sister-in-laws went there. They were the first ones to see oh. see this property. Oh, geez. And so this is what happened. This couple... They wrecked the place. ...stayed yeah. Friday and Saturday, and we had to have a changeover ready for the guests for Sunday night. Oh, wow. So you guys book this place oh, pretty yeah. regularly. For sure. Uh, now, where is this geographic? I don't need the exact address, but where is it geographically? Bel Air Beach area. Oh, yeah. It's not on the water, but it's... In that area. Bel Air Beach, Bel Air Bluffs, yes. that, that area? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. It's like within walking distance of this really awesome sushi restaurant. What is it called? Okay. Anyways. Uh, oh, it's near, yeah. It's the, t- Takushi? What is it called? Takushi. No, it's... Uh, t- it's Takuchi. Yes, Takuchi. Takuchi, that's it. <laughs> There's a sushi place named Takuchi? <laughs> it's it's just about... Now I'm going to have to look this up. Right, yeah, we never heard of this place. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's like, go. I don't know why, but I feel like I'm in a different country when I'm there, a different <laughs> Do you have any idea? Sakushi, Sakushi, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, it's it's in that area. It's, it's in the same shopping center as Bellavino Wine and Cheese. Yes, that's yeah. why I was bringing it up oh, because right. I knew you were yeah, familiar with that uh, area. Because yeah, uh, Bellavino is a great wine store. Bellavino is uh, Bellavino's at Bel Air, and uh, yeah. Bellavino is amazingly curated wine. I mean, it's a top place. I'm telling you, I've, I've got numerous things there. Yeah. So, you're talking about the sushi place in that shopping center. Yes, that's where Harold Freeman and Son Jewelers used to be. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Then they 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 oh. went away. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, oh. all right, Fester, are you? Did I'm, you, I'm just, you think so? Did you take obnoxious pills with your sickness last week? I'm just no. That's you. Have, you juiced up the. Maybe you're, you're you've like, forgotten. You're like Spinal Tap Eleven obnoxious. You've turned into Eleven. Let's today. let's go down every block of Bel Air. <laughs> All right, so Roxanne, okay, so, let's talk about your Airbnb problem. So this Don't couple, tell us what town it's in, please. This couple goes and can stays you get, there. Can you, can you get sick again, please? You know what? 
<laughs> I'd love to take this week off, too. Was, right. yeah. When's Christmas right. break? Right? I, don't, I don't really mean that, but right. just calm no. down. All right, go ahead, Roxanne. This couple stayed Friday, Saturday night, and they even said they were going to do this thing with all these rose petals. I don't, it wasn't an engagement. Wait, wait. You have an Airbnb guest that are telling you ahead of time that they're going to do something with rose they petals? They had a delivery Aww. coming, flower delivery. And we know this happened because the aftermath well, is there rose there was, petals there was a, all over. A, a trail of rose petals yes. to, to the bed? Yes, exactly. Oh, yes, in the yeah, bedroom. Well, yes. yes. Yeah. If you're going to make that big a mess, do it in somebody else's rental house. You, you know, I, I'm not even mad about the rose petals. It's just, it's just flowers you can sweep them up i, w- I mean we've if it ordered, was me we've ordered 17 million fire ants we're gonna have a trail of <laughs> fire ants we're gonna have a fire ant festival <laughs> in your property is that okay all right so go ahead is that against the rules so what'd they do they definitely did it right they had wow. oh, oh they they did a lot because all over the house particularly in the bedroom marijuana buds and ashes and blunts or whatever, all the marijuana stuff everywhere. They left your place covered in like pot marijuana yes. residual. So, well, like joints wow. or they like, do like roaches? Like little, roaches, yes. Ro- thank so you. They, they had little roaches? Roaches, uh, the little clumps of stuff. And when you walk into the house. Oh my God, did it reek? Reek. Did it smell like froggy after a commercial break? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. It was so engulfed (laughs) you. You were you were just overcome by it. So you walk in. It was like a blast wave. It it threw out the house like that. Yes. And so here's my thing. It says everywhere. My my sister in law did this. She did such an amazing job. We stayed there two weekends ago to like secret shopper just to kind of like oh what's it like secret shopper stayed secret shopper ourselves. You had to stay at your own place to see what it was like. <laughs> you know, just to uh, see it through the eyes of the consumer. And I mean, she has left no stone unturned as far as signs everywhere. Here's how you turn on the water. Who's you know, this, your sister? My sister in law. So and your sister in law manages this property. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's, what does she get out of this? She's got a piece you, of it. She's you, got a piece of what, it. Every, what kind yeah. of what percentage does she get? I, that's what I'm not going to talk about with you. So then she has like notes everywhere. Do not no smoking in the house. No smoking now. You know, it's very that, clear. That ticks people off though. Because remember that we had a oh, story. Oh, it says please, right, please. Do you remember about a year or two ago? We had a story about an Airbnb where there was a sign for everything. Please take your shoes off. Please don't slam the door. Please don't smoke. Please don't uh, take the batteries out of the remote control. It's like everything. Please don't unplug the can opener. I mean, like every, please close the kitchen drawers. Please don't take any of our silver. There were like these placards, these little like laminated signs. It's like they went crazy at Kinko's or, uh, you know, at at FedEx office getting all these signs laminated. And they were the whole place. It was a ridiculous uh, Airbnb rental with these little signs everywhere about the thermostat, about the water heater, about the bathroom. You know, please to put the mat down. I mean, they had like signs on the bathtub. Please put the mat down. Hey. Don't drag water into the wood floor. I mean, it was insane. So you're saying that your as house a, is just like this. As an owner, 
I would, yes, it is. And guess what? As an owner, I would rather have over communication because then you don't have people calling and bugging you in the oh. middle of the night. And as long as the font is like a nice, like Calibre instead of, you know, it all, all comes down to the font that you write your signs. I like the font that is so squiggly you can't even read what it <laughs> yeah. says. That's the I font that I like. I can't read what your stupid card said. I, <laughs> I would go Arial. You know when people use those stupid fonts and you can't even read what yeah. the hell it says? No. All right, so what's right. the problem here? What happened? The problem is somebody enjoyed it and now you're like, oh my God, they had a good time here. No, my sister-in-law's had to go to Home Depot and buy one of those big machines that you have to turn on and then leave the house while you let it pump to get oh, all the like smells a, out. Like a, an, a fan. It's bigger than, it's like an oxidized, I don't know what it is, like but it's very fancy fancy. It's an air purifier. It's in the air purifier family. But I know that when you turn it on, you better get out of the house. So they had so much marijuana usage that they permeated every square inch of your Airbnb with every, marijuana smell? Every square inch. Sounds like they, they had a party. It, it does. Yeah, but that's, it's just the two of them pro- Well, as far as you know, maybe they had a giant party there, but... Did they burn holes in your sheets? Yes, with and pillows. Hold on, there are they burned holes in your sheets and pillows with I, with joints. I know the sheets and pillows had to be replaced. They burn marks before the before the new the turnaround for Sunday night. You're but lucky they is, didn't burn the place down. Yeah. Oh my God, Roxanne, you have a bed full of holy sheets. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <Yeah. laughs> okay, but this is what makes me the most And then you had to turn it around. For Sunday night, you had another guest checking in? Yes. So they were there Friday and Saturday. Checked you guys, out Sunday. So they checked out Sunday morning. You had a, Your sister-in-law had to prepare it for a check-in yes. at what, 3 p.m. on Sunday? Exactly. And the and the place was wrecked, and it's reeked of marijuana? Reeked. And the sheets were burned with... with with blunt marks. Okay, so this is this is what makes me the angriest. Oh yes, tell us. This place is has a beautiful, beautiful outdoor oasis. Go Whoa. sit outside. An oasis. Look, look, look! I'm going to show it to you. Look, look at it's, it's the zombie house. Remember the zombie house that was all re, uh, refurbished, right? So you on guys, that show, you bought it for a, yeah. a song. And oh wait, a minute. this was yeah, from the, the, on the TV show. What, the was the the, show. what was the name of the show? Zombie house. Zombie house zombie flippers. House. So this house, those zombie house flippers on, on TV, they fix this house up? Yes. And it's your house? Yes. And, so, and now it's a drug den. And now, right, exactly. <laughs> right? But look it's at this. Like, back to being a zombie house. It's got hammocks. It's got cabanas. It's got wow. that game that you throw the little... It's got a beautiful pool. Yeah. It has everything it, it but has... ashtrays for my joints. <laughs> Are you sure they didn't like set up a meth lab? You might have meth. Okay. Ke- you might have meth chemicals all up and through the joint. See, I'm very nefarious thinking like you, and and so I'm talking to my sister in laws, and I'm like, why couldn't they just go outside and do it? And then I'm like, maybe there were other drugs involved. Maybe maybe they were doing meth or they were doing uh, and they were too paranoid to go outside so they hid in the bedroom and did it but at the end of the day I looked them up on Facebook it just looks like two young kids that wanted to go where were they from do you have any idea did they have a do they have a previous Airbnb rating oh they're gonna they're gonna get a one (gasps) about about to get a one wow so you're gonna give them an awful Airbnb rating well also are you going to charge them like uh, oh, a, clean, yes. a cleanup charge? Yep, you better believe it. So they're going to be penalized on the back end. Of course. Oh, my gosh. What that's... kind of cleanup charge are you in, in, entitled to charge them? I don't know. Talk but about I asking will... to get your house egged. 
<laughs> Listen to Froggy. Now you think they no, can, the, can give a one? Retribution. You, you say what? Yeah. Put a receipt. He'll give you a receipt for that one. <laughs> They're gonna egg your house after you give them a one. <laughs> Act like that doesn't happen. Oh man. It was. It was not. Not nice what they did. Huh. Okay. So it was nice? <laughs> so you said not, it was not, not, not nice. Not, not, not nice means it's nice. Roxanne's really chapped but, but over here's, this. here's my thing. Question for anyone in the room who may or may not know. Right. Why Why would you, why do you need to do it in bed? Why do you I, need to do it in bed? Because they it. did it right after they did it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did it before they did it. Then did it before and then after they did it. And <laughs> did it again. And burned your sheets. Pretty, pretty chapped over there. Festival, listen, good luck. That's why I don't yeah. want to be in the Airbnb business. I don't want to deal with the general slob public. Uh, <laughs> what? Sounded awful. What? <laughs> Look, this is, isn't that, that sounded awful? Isn't that kind of the, uh, the the risk you take going into the Airbnb <laughs> business? For real. I mean, but you say, I don't want to... It sounded weird. I, have well, a I don't want property. to deal with the general slob public. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he's right, Froggy, and he's not in the business. Does that but, make me sound like a misanthrope? No, but Roxanne wants to deal with the general I slob do. public, and then when they're general slobs, she's like, oh my God, we, but we, why are they slobs? We've never had that happen, so this is our first like experience like this. All right. This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. What do you think the saddest song of all time is? Oh. Oh, wait. Don't say mind. Elton John's sad songs. Don't, no, no. Don't, don't. That was the only no, song no. I thought of, actually. It's sad songs they say. No, no, no. It's. Sad songs <laughs> no. they say. No. So much. No, no. This, this is not the saddest song of all time. 2,000 adults were surveyed, and this was not in the top five. Now, even though it's a title, no. I mean, I only thought of it because it's the title of the song. How long is this damn intro? Long. I thought Elton was going to start singing already. Is I, this, what is this, the extended uh, intro version? That's all q 5 plays. Oh, my karaoke. <laughs> when the hell It's coming it? right now. All right, here it is. I think he starts singing now. No, it's not sad songs. All right. According to a recent survey, 2,000 adults surveyed the saddest song ever is from R.E.M. It's the end of the world and we know it? Well, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. That's a sad song? As we know it. As we know it. Is that a song? No, no, no. That's not not a sad song. It's a beat. Uh, If it's the end of the world, it's pretty depressing. I'll tell you what. I think we're closer than ever right now, but that's a whole different story. All right. So, recent survey, it's R.E.M.'s 1992 song. Roll the intro of the song. See if our, uh, do you have it? 
Oh, is, oh, is it up on my? I gave this one to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have it on my screen. All right. Here, here's the the intro. REM from 1992. Apparently, this was voted the saddest song of all time. Do you guys even know this? Is this? Uh... I right, listen. When your day is long, and the night. Man, this is Q105 fun button stuff right here. I'll tell you that. What a dirge. Yeah. Right, so you don't know the song? All right, let me play the hook. Yeah, we yeah, know. We do. I know the song. Right, right, Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. To comfort. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this song. All right, song. guys, I don't know about this one. You know, yeah. I, I, I like a number of REM songs. Like, I like um, What's the Frequency, Kenneth? Which, that's about Dan Rather getting attacked. What's that frequency, Kenneth, when he actually says it? <laughs> no, seri- seriously. Seriously. Uh, he got punched, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Find <laughs> REM's What's the Frequency, Kenneth, is about Dan Rather getting mugged in New York. They're the weirdest and songs about stuff. Some guy, some guy attacked Dan Rather. CBS Evening News, Dan Rather reporting. Dan Rather was attacked, and the attacker was yelling, "What's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency?" So he, Dan was in Rather, the middle of a bunch of people. Wasn't that at a convention? Dan, no, no, no. He was like on his, the streets in New York. Oh, Dan Rather was getting attacked, and the guy's punching him, and the guy's saying, "What's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the?" All right, roll it. All right, so, all right, so th- this is this is the song. Can you uh, can you fast forward it into like the hook a little bit? So I, I like this song. So how do you write a song about Dan Rather getting attacked and some maniac is yelling at Dan Rather, what's the frequency, Kenneth? You know, they're having like right. a collaborate. They have like a little brainstorming about songs. Like, let's write about Dan Rather getting mugged. All right, before I get back to the sad songs, you know, since we're on a little REM kick here, my do you guys know what my favorite REM song? By the way, Michelle hates REM. Michelle despises REM. Doesn't like anything. I know what your but favorite do, is. Do you know what is my favorite REM song? Shining Happy People. Nope. <laughs> no nope. Rock I, Lobster. I, I don't like. No, that's B 52s Oh, yeah. Way off. Yeah, really. that is a good song. Uh, is it the one with about the fire? No, it's about Andy Kaufman. Oh yeah, the Man on the Moon. Man, oh, that's my favorite. Do we have? Is that handy? Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah, Man on the. That's my. See, they write favorite. songs about the weirdest. <laughs> that's my. That is my favorite favorite rem song that's just because you like the movie the movie's great too but the the song is phenomenal the movie is great uh andy kaufman's grandmother used to live right below my grandmother at hillcrest in hollywood so i i'd see andy kaufman when i was a kid during uh, like christmas vacation seriously see tony clifton uh, see this is this is phenomenal coop you don't even know this song do you no idea oh come on this is great Man on the Moon. All right, so there you go. That's my favorite R.E.M. song. Right, are you ready? All right, let me finish this up. Yeah, we're getting a lot of people texting sad songs. Yeah, so let me finish up with the top five. So according to 2,000 people surveyed, R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts, the saddest song of all time. I have a guess. Number two is... Wind Beneath My Wings? No. Yeah, that is a That's sad, sad song. Yeah. No, nope, it's not. I was an ultra boy, and I did a lot of funerals where uh, that was yeah. a song. Right, Coop, do you know what number two is? Um, No. 
Okay. Right. Well, I told you to play. I know. I know. There's. A, I know what it could be, but I don't know exactly. Is All it? Right. Is it Sinead O'Connor? It is. <gasps> right, yeah. You got it. All right. Number two <laughs> is Sinead O'Connor. Didn't Prince write this song? Man, this is a tough yes. song for a DJ to hit the post. Start singing now. Now. It's now. Been <laughs> what is this? Nothing yeah. compares to you? Yes. So, number two saddest song of all time is Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You. I go out every night and sleep. Stop the music. Fight the real enemy. Oh, dude, you just ripped up a picture of the Pope. What are you doing over there? Fight the real enemy. Remember, she did that on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Not awesome, but you know. Kind of, can you fast forward Lord to the Michael's like, can we get a bad move? Yeah, wasn't she banned forever from Saturday Night yeah. Live? <laughs> These songs are depressing. Yeah, they really yeah, are. You know didn't, her, didn't something happen to her recently? Sinead O'Connor. No, her I, son died. Her son yeah. died, yeah. Oh, she's out yeah, of here. That's it. Here we go. Nothing compares. Listen to this song. Nothing compares to you. All right, so that's number two saddest song. Number three saddest song. This is so depressing. Ooh. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I, I, walking I, on sunshine. Wait, should, should I just end the segment now? <laughs> no, just, I gotta know. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Number three saddest song, Coop, is? Uh, I don't know. Is it I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston? No, no, no. It's it's, setting you up to play. No, no. It's, yeah, but I, I don't know. I have them, but I don't know what order. It's Eric Clapton. Oh, God, yeah. because that's about His son falling yeah. off a balcony. Always think about this when I stay at a hotel. Yeah, well... Eric Clapton's little kid fell out of like a 27-story window in his New York apartment. That is horrible. I know, and that's this is what it's about. You know what? Let me write a song about it. I can hit that one. I mean, a monkey can hit that. So that's that's number three. Uh, number four is Whitney Houston. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Is this? I will always love you. Yeah, is this sad? Is that sad? That's just like. I mean, it's love lost. Yeah. I, I never seen the movie. Does does she die in it? You know what? I never saw. I never saw the Bodyguard either. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. but of course, Dolly Parton. This is this is originally a Dolly Parton song. So this is the number fourth. Talk about overrated. saddest song of all time. She can barely sing. So, uh, all right, so that's Whitney Houston. Oh, you, what about an American Tale? Um, somewhere Fife. out there. <laughs> From Fifel. All right, Roxanne, you got to stop reading these texts all the time. An American so what? somewhere out there. Yeah. What about safety dance? Is that on the list? Ooh, I like right. that. And then uh, rounding out the top five, it's Yesterday by the Beatles is the fifth saddest song of all time. Yesterday. That's enough. Make tomorrow <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough. I love it, George. There are happy songs that respondents listed these songs as among the happiest, but we don't have like a countdown. It's not like, hi, everybody, I'm Casey Kasem, and now back to the countdown. We're up to the happiest songs of all time. I can no. name one. Uh, what's that? Oh, the greatest song possibly ever written entirely by mouth. Don't worry, oh, be don't, happy. Dude, don't even. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Dude. 
Yeah. You, you know I hate that song. Yeah, but it's probably on the list. I, it's happy. No, it's not. It Bobby is, McFarlane is the definition it, of it happy. It is not. A, oh, my God. Yeah. This song makes me want to rip out my cochlear. Right. So is right. Bobby McPherson. Yeah. Cochlear. Oh, what, what, what did he say? He said Bobby McFarlane. McFarlane. Bobby McPherson? Spanky McFarlane did this song, I think. Like um, Rogers, I, I, his, his name I, could, Please, please. Could, could, turn the, turn this off, please. Cool. 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 Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm just over the happiness. Coop. Cool. Uh, cool. Shut his room off. Coop. Cool. Turn it off. Coop, cool. cool. song I wrote. Coop, cool. you're two seconds from a punch. One. Two. I'm going to send Fester in there. Fester, go in there. All right. I turn it off. I turn it off. He turned it off. He turns it off. He's going to punch me. It's off. Play it again, Coop. You no, don't, you don't, don't have I'm not getting punched by Fester. You don't have a cast. Fester's a lot of pent-up anger over the last right. four hours. So these are in no particular order, but according to the same survey, these are the happiest songs, and one belongs to Queen. I like this song, actually. This is a good Queen song. All right, do you have it queued up, ready to roll? All right, listen to this. Oh, Mr. Fahrenheit? Yeah. I love this song. Yeah, th- this is a good song. About not being able to sing. This is awesome. This is a great song. This is a great song. Guys just can't hit the notes, though. God, why did Freddie Mercury have to get AIDS and die? Uh, you know, I. Yeah, why? Stop me now. I love this guy's phenomenal. Isn't this from a movie? What? Isn't this from a movie? Yeah, it's a movie about, about him. In the last three years, I've heard this in like a hundred commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is used all the time. Go, oh, Freddy. Go, go, go. Stop it, me. I love this song. It's a, a very, very strong song. They call me Mr. Fahrenheit. So I want that, to grow a mustache like his. That's among. I want to get teeth like his. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. Hey, he I, I, want to, beaver teeth. I want to go to an orthodontist and have reverse orthodontics done. And I want. I want Freddie Mercury teeth. You oh, need to I, have Freddie a Mercury. I want to be yeah. a living tribute to Freddie Mercury. I, I want Freddie Mercury over my teeth is what <laughs> I want. Let's draw the line of the tribute on the teeth. Okay, <laughs> but you need the Key West butt tickler. All right. so, what? The mustache. The... <laughs> what did you just say? Must, mustache has a nickname. What's he, all right. Uh, here's, an, again, uh, there's no order here, but this is another one of the, the happy songs, according to the survey, and yeah. it is... Uh, oh, yeah. Everybody loves little Abba, little dancing queen. What is it, Sven and... and Flicka, what, what, what the hell are their names? Oh, I love this song too. Dancing Queen. All right, so that's on the list. And then, uh, oh, Froggy? Yes. You are correct. Uh, Bobby? No, it's not no. Bobby. Walking on Sunday? Oh, this, this summer, <laughs> it's a comedy to make you smile. Everyone's talking about the Key West Buck Tickler. <laughs> this song is used for like every single movie trailer. Can you believe the dog talks? <laughs> it's 
also the part like when the protagonist is really getting their life together. Uh, that's true. Or yeah, you're so right. So good. Uh, also, oh, motivational songs. Ooh. So this is one of the greatest motivational songs. I knew it. I yeah. hate this song. This is on every stupid lame-ass sales training video ever. <laughs> All right, team, we're going to go out there and sell some RVs. Hey, Fester, it's also like a library staple around here. Right, okay. So, yeah. yeah, what are you saying? Yeah. This song is awesome. Yeah. Is it? Yes, it yeah. is. All right, so yes. obviously <laughs> I have the Tiger. I, and I got one that I do, no, like my, to, speaking of motivation. Okay, let's see, I, if it's on, let's see if it's on the list. Yeah, is, is it Give Me Some Lovin'? Because that's how I clean my house. No, and I, I've Give taught Me all Some the, Lovin'? I've taught all the kids. I mean, that's what, when we hear that song, it's our trigger. Which, it's our, which version? Uh, I Need Your Lovin'? As soon as they hear that, they know. Sing it. Give Me Some Lovin'. From Blues Brothers. Yeah. that. Yes. Right. Okay. Let, let me, let me, what song is let, that? Let, let, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish the list. Another big motivational song is. Oh yeah. What? Really? Yes. First I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. Well, Gloria Gaynor. But then I spent so many nights. Isn't this song Kristen did on American Idol? No, no that did. was Flashdance. Oh, yeah, what what a feeling. Yeah. All right, so that's another very motivational song. And then Elton John is actually on the list, which... What? Yeah, um, this is also a highly motivational song. Oh, is this a candle in the wind? What? No, I'm still standing. Oh. This yeah. is not candle in the wind. No, this How is candle in the wind not a depressing song? This is I'm still standing. You can never all right, so that's more. Have to play song. this song sitting yeah, yeah. though. I like this song a lot better when the monkey sang it in the movies. And sing. And sing. The number one reason to wake up. Wake up. The MJ Morning Show. Could this be an indication of how long you are going to live? Now, Roxanne brought this to us. Was it like in the middle of a segment yesterday? In the middle of one of our uh, MJ. Content Maybe. chunks, but didn't we say, yeah. "Hey, let's not do it now. Let's let's do yeah. it." Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. I got down on the floor and showed you guys. Yeah, you 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 brought this up, and then I said, "You know what? We need to do this right and make sure that we have video set up." Yes, because our typical cameras are not going to be able to capture us on the floor. So Coop's going to have to come in here with his his uh, uh, camera phone and get some some video. All right. So are you already rolling? You're already rolling. Look at you. You haven't even started yet. Look, he, he can edit Coop. the footage down. Yeah, yeah Coop, Coop's already in here. Now, is it, what phone is that? Does this take good video? This is an iPhone XR. All right, so it takes pretty good video, right? Yeah, yeah. It's about, you know, four years old now. Okay, that'll be fine. All right, so, Roxanne, you brought this up on the show that there's a physical challenge, a physical test. Can you give me the, the details? And we're going we're gonna to do this, folks. Roxanne's going to do it. I'm going to do it. Fester's going to do it. Froggy's going to do it. Then we're going to make Coop do it. I'll hold the phone, or, or Fester will hold the phone while Coop does it. And we're going to put this video on our website at mjmorningshow.com later on. So, tell us what this is all about. Okay, as we all get older, and we're all going in that direction, 
what gets worse, our balance or flexibility, our strength, things like that. So this test kind of encapsulates testing all of those things at once. It encapsulates? It encapsulates. <laughs> you mean, you mean it encapsulates? <laughs> no, she means encapsulates. Encapsulates. <laughs> 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 this isn't a speaking test. This, figured, is a, this, is a, this is a physical test. I better get my jokes out now because I have a feeling I'm going to fail this test miserably. <laughs> all right, now give us the the health science here that... If you cannot do this, this is an indication that your life might be shorter than... Yes. This is quite simply about longevity. Now, what is the source of this? Is this like uh, WebMD? Is this like the Surgeon General? Well, this is... uh, A Brazilian physician is the one who started it, but there have been multiple studies that have confirmed this to be a really good barometer for your overall how long you're going to live. All right, and mm-hmm. I know what it is, I, I and you'll give us the instructions, but I know the gist of it, and literally this should take like 10 seconds a person or, or less. Not even, yeah. Is this strenuous? I'm having back issues today, so is this going to be... Yeah, okay, look, look at Frog, you're already trying to <sighs> try to come up with excuses. I'm having back issues. I'm oh, a I, bruise. I fall in and I can't get up. Right, uh, so what is, uh, what is the physical challenge? Okay, feeling dizzy, feeling woozy. Little live Milton Fludge Cow flashback live on the air on the MJ Morning Show. Oh, thank God you've been. Right, go ahead. Milton would not pass his test. I don't no, think he at would all. not. So what you do is you, you he's, just... He's flat out on his floor at 13, 14 flick a flack a lane right now. Uh, what's the test? This is a, called a sitting rising test. Hang on a sec. Milton just pushed his life alert buzzer. He's falling and he can't get up. Right, go ahead. It's a sitting rising test, so you have to see if you can... Sit down onto the floor without touching the floor, and if you can stand up without using your hands. I can sit on the floor, no problem. So yeah. you, need, you need to be able to sit down. Mm-hmm. No hands. No hands at all. Be able, under your own power. Yeah, don't fall and down. guidance. You can't flop like a fish oh, either. that's a crock. <laughs> Doesn't matter how I get to the floor. Oh, yeah, Fester can easily throw himself on the floor. Yeah, seriously, that sounds like a piece of cake. I. I'm guessing if anyone's going to, there's going to be a fester fail. Well, I, I can't imagine that you're going to be able to do this. I don't understand. Can you sit crisscross applesauce? Yeah, and dude, do it? that's how you would sit no, down the only, floor. No, only Indian style. <gasps> you shut your mouth. Are you insane? Cancel. <laughs> cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> no, when I was a kid in kindergarten, first grade, the teacher used to say, okay, semicircle, front of the room. Everyone sit. Everyone sit. No, 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 no. Everyone sit Indian style. And, and and now it, it, you can't say Indian style any longer. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Christmas I'll, is canceled. I'll yep. call the Cleveland Guardian style. Or the Washington football team style. Team style. Yeah. 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 All right. So. You want me to go first? Yes. Okay. All right. So I, I need to just have somebody explain it well, to me physically. I need uh, to well, see this. That's wa- why wa- yeah. Roxanne's going to go first. I, and then you're going last, buddy. Fine. Yeah. You're the punchline. Listen. I got news for you. <laughs> you're I, the payoff. I know how this whole thing's going to go as soon as I heard it. Obviously, I've done this before. I mean, uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be suggesting it. But if you hear a lot of snap, crackle, pop when I do this, that is my knees. All right. And you don't lose All points right. for that, All by right. the way. Let me make the excuses. All right, can you move move your mic to the ground so you can move it all gotta, the way up yeah, and aim it, aim it, okay. aim, aim it towards the okay, ground so go. we can hear you. Okay, go ahead so, and I just talk very, talk while you're doing it. Very spry individual, just going down to the ground. Woo! 
Okay. Just like in a club. So no hands. Look, Ma, no hands. And Roxanne just sat <laughs> on the... <laughs> and, she, and, she they, got and they just pop right up. Yeah, and right. That was like With less than 10 seconds in, yeah. in its entirety. Easy, easy. Okay. All right. All right. So um, who's Wait going next? All right. Am I going next or Froggy's going next? I guess I could try. All right, Froggy, you go next. Right, Froggy, do you know what to do? Sit down and get up. All right, now move. move it's not exactly brain surgery. Don't right. touch the ground. Right, so <laughs> this determines how long you're going to live, or if you can't do this, your life expectancy is... Sh- do you have any stats, or just that your life expectancy is shorter than expected? It's shorter than expected. Yeah, right. and, it, and it has to do, like, if you have to push yourself up with two hands, right. you, you know. you got to be able to sit down with sit no down. hands and then come up with no hands. All right. right. And we're videoing this. We'll put this on our website. You'll be able to see Roxanne contort and sit on the ground. Then uh, Froggy now. Then I'm going to do it. Then Fester. All right, let's go. Froggy, do exactly what Roxanne just did. No hands. Okay, and? Okay, there's Froggy. No hands. He's down. He's down. He's sitting down. That was a little sloppy, though. You kind of floppilated there. What a judger you are. (laughs) Little, little. All right, now get up with no hands. All right, hang on. I got to look under the couch. Okay, look. Here's Froggy. No hands. Let's go. Crisscross, get it. Crisscross, push up. Push. Come on. Say something, Froggy. (laughs) He's stuck like a potato bug on its back. Hang on. Hang on. Let me get up. Let me think. Let me think. Just get up. Use inertia. My God. Just get up. Okay. His hands touch. No. Oh, Ooh, wow. Did he just fall? He hit the carpet. Oh, my wow. God. He just... You can't get up? Hang on. Holy... Hang on. One, hit, hit two, the... three. <laughs> no, no, no dice. Hold no on. dice. Wait a minute. So Froggy can, Froggy can sit down, but he can't get up? I can't do it. Hang on. I'm pushing life alert. I'm falling, right. and I can't he's, get he's up. Quitting. He's quitting. He's on one more. One more. One more. I, I try it. Come on, dude. Get up. How did you do it? Like this? Yes, just like that. But you don't you just, you can't, do just get up with no hands. How tough is this? No, I can't use my knees. My right? God, I better be able you, you to can. do this. You can't watch Roxanne do it again. Watch this. I'm let, never look, Roxanne. Oh. Look at that. Can you do this for all? Get up. Split my legs. Okay, here we go. I, no. Here, go, here, here, goes this, here goes Froggy's last attempt. Oh, come on, oh, last one. Oh, oh, no, no. He here. can't get up. My oh, God. No, that's it. He just crashed into the trash can again. Good job. All right, folks, wait till you see this. The, oh, vi- right. the video is going to be on MJMorningShow.com later on. There's no way Fesha could do that. A- MJMorningShow.com. I am MJ not Morning very Show. optimistic about so this. I'm exhausted. <laughs> all right, so now I've got to do this, all right? All right, now I, I'm going to aim the mic towards the floor. Who, is someone going to call play-by-play whoa, while I do whoa, this? Whoa, yeah, okay, here we Listen, go. Froggy's right. got you. He's All right, MJ's going, going down. So I need to be able to sit I'm down. I'm going to judge you. Right, yes. Here we go, and sitting Don't, down. Okay, sitting down. All right, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> he just rolled back and hit his head on the chair. <laughs> I didn't hit my You flopulated, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that, was a little, that was a little messy. Let me, let me do it again. That was funny. All right, here we go. All right, he's going down. Watch your head. All right. That was much better. Uh, that was he's down. He's down. Watch his feet. Uh, that, was, that was great, right? Yeah, that was and great. And now I just need to get up, right? Yeah. All right, Coop, make sure he doesn't press against... Oh! oh. oh. Right, that was How perfect. did you do that? It's perfect. All right, did I... Roxanne, did I just pass that? You totally passed it. You reminded me of Willy Wonka when he did his flips and proved to everyone that his legs were really okay. Look at that. Hang on, just, Hang on a second. Hang on sprung up. Right, that, Froggy's not taking this now. He's not taking... I just kicked Froggy's butt doing, right. the, yeah, doing the sit down, get up with no hands health challenge. All right, so Froggy's trying it again. All right, th- now, did you rock MJ? Did you get no, a little... Mo- I, I did not. Did I, oh, oh, my geez. God. Oh. Right, Froggy just slammed into the wall again in the trash oh, can. Oh, man. 
and he's right. falling to the right. This is not going to. This is not going to go. Oh, well. You just like sprung up. Oh, oh, hey, I'll, I'll do it again. You want to see MJ Fry just put a big hole in the wall in the studio. Did he really? Hey, up, up here, you have to look over. We just oh, smashed through oh the drywall. Oh my God! You just. I didn't mean to. You just damaged the drywall. I didn't mean to. That is not good. Oh my God! All right, holy. This is a terrible uh, idea. We now, should stop it right now. Uh, dude, if Froggy did that, Fester, Fester's going to go through the wall into the QIK studio. Oh, my God. I don't want to oh do this. Oh, God. I don't want to do this at all. I can't believe how hard that is for me. Okay. Fester, you are not going to be able to do this. Okay, everybody. Right, hang on a minute. I got to clock. Let me get on top of the chair. Yeah, we gotta, gotta, everybody, gotta, okay, everybody's everybody's got to witness the chubby guy doing it. I, I, I got to be able to see this. Hang on a minute. I'm, uh, I'm literally... Uh, I'm still oh, breathing. Look at him. Look at MJ's camera. They got a crotch shot right now. Be on, careful. On my camera. All right. Right here. Because <laughs> right, I'm standing on the chair to be able to look over the, the countertop. All right. All right so you need to be able to sit down right now. Right. Sit down nicely with <laughs> no your, hands whatsoever. Why did you take your shoes off? You need your, your shoes, shoes. You need your shoes. Why would you, you think it'd be better with my shoes why off? Why would you take your shoes off? You're gonna have no grip. I tell you, why do you take 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 your tablecloth shirt off? Put your new balances on, Dad. All right, here we go. Hold on, I put my other shoe. Oh my god, he's already tired from putting his shoes on. I am literally, my head is about to hit the ceiling up here. As, right. as I'm trying to get a good bird's eye view on Fester. All right, we're going to tuck my shirt. All right, here, All right. here we go. Can, my belt on or Can off? Fester sit on the floor on, without friend. using his hands and go? It's really... <laughs> <laughs> good job! Good job! Nice! You did. That was not very... Very good looking. Was, but you don't get points for graceful. It looked like a dance move. <laughs> you, you did it. I like pirouetted to the ground. All right, now, now let's see if he can get up. All right, here we go. Fast, now put your hands in the air. You can't. Yeah. yeah right. Dude, you're like a manatee stuck on the rocks. Oh, oh my. Dude, I fester just fell backward and right, you're falling the same way I am. It's like the same thing. I fester. You're you're rocking. I gotta get the momentum. The the momentum. I he he. I fester's trying to. Get, he, he can't get up. Man. He's looking. You know what? I we do, to, we do, I got another strategy. Hold on a bit. No, no. I, I'll tell you what the strategy is. I gotta call Sims Crane, <laughs> you know, and have them get a crane out here to lift you off At the least floor. I got close. Uh -huh. Almost like they're putting a new air conditioning unit on the roof of the building. Do I have to sit up that way? Can I get up by like a uh, trying to uh, uh, like around me? How, yeah, can, can you do that? just yeah. get up? Just, just get, get up. up. Just don't use your hands. Don't use your hands. Don't use your hands. You're gonna break your legs. My legs about to snap off. One. He can't get up. He got that was not pretty. Uh, listen, no. it wasn't hey. pretty. Dude, you're looking like you're looking like you you know what you look like right now? You look like Chris Farley. Matt Foley. You look like Chris Farley playing Matt Foley, the the inspirational <laughs> what, what was his motivational Motivation speaker. speaker. That's what you look like. And it looks like you're about to crash through a okay. coffee table. First of all, you're right. <laughs> Second of all, I did it. I yeah, did but you got on your you knee. Did. I didn't know you could get on your knee. I, I didn't know oh. either. I, I asked more questions. My God. All right, I'm good. 
I'm gonna die. That was, that was <laughs> that's you're his face still alive. After like the a test. stuck man on the rock. <laughs> that was funny. It's the MJ Morning Show. Roxanne, are you really doing armpit detox? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fester's requested it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hold on. First of all. <laughs> Fester needs armpit detox. I am every, very interested. Every hour on the hour. Is, do they like? I need a detox from your armpits. <laughs> do they exfoliate your armpits and just get all, right. all the gunk out of it? Uh-huh. Roxanne, what the hell is an armpit detox? Okay, so just in general, I was looking for ways to detoxify myself. Yes. That's a whole nother discussion, but... Is this a thing? This is really a yeah, thing? Yeah, this is a thing. This uh, what, is a thing. What is it? So oh, your armpits... So, hold on. So you're, you were looking for a way to detox yourself. What? Because you're all filled with poisons? No, I mean, Poison. that's another story. Yeah. But yeah, you know, New Year, detoxify yourself. So I do, for example, I do like the coconut pulling in my mouth. We talked about yeah. that on the show. You got Ooh. that from us. Yeah, yeah, I did. Right, I now, did, and I like it. What was that? How, how did we bring up the coconut pulling where you... What's your face does it? Goof. Gwyneth Paltrow. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we had a story like two months ago about Gwyneth Paltrow, and she does coconut pulling where she gargles and swishes coconut oil in her mouth for like, how long? Like it's, it's 25 minutes is what you do. What? Yeah. I mean, that's insane. I mean, you've seen me now. Sometimes when I come in in the morning, I can't talk to you because I'm still swishing and pulling. <sighs> It's it's part of my routine. It kind of just mellows me out. And have have you good. ever used those stickers that you put on the bottom of your feet that turn black yes. overnight? Yes, I love those. I thought those that was, are amazing. I thought that was a gimmick. I think it is, but we, still. We talked about that on the MJ Morning Show yeah. maybe 10 or 15 years ago. But that when you say detoxify, that's what I think of. Yeah. Right, so what the hell is armpit detox? Walk me through this. Okay, basically, it's just you... You know, you put antiperspirants and stuff on your armpits all the time, and so stuff gets built up in there. So everybody could use a good armpit detox. So you're talking about people using a deodorant antiperspirant every day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what do they have in them? Chemicals, potentially hazardous chemicals. Like aluminum stuff. Right. Some aluminum derivative is a key ingredient in... I believe stopping you from sweating, probably because it just jams up your pores, right? Yeah, aluminum compounds, silica, yeah. parabens, all kinds of stuff. I just so, rub mud on my pits every morning. <laughs> that works. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I know. Literally, I go out to my front yard and pick up dirt. It's so like you you're probably, on an episode of Survivor yeah. or something. You probably have the healthiest armpits of everybody here, Froggy. They smell great. Congratulations. So, have you started this armpit yeah. detox? To, it, it's a little intensive because you have to do it every day and... I started and I stopped and I start. You know, it's it's. You need 15 minutes of time, and then um, you put benzonite clay on your armpits. Where the so, hell do you get benzonite clay? Amazon. Oh, the benzonite clay store. Yes. Is that there right next too. to? Is that right next to Jamba Juice? Yes. <laughs> It's exactly right between the Einstein bagel and the Jamba Juice. There's a Benzonite clay store. No, no, that that's not Jamba. The one next to Einstein is <laughs> that's that's Extreme Juice, okay. and I've been a customer there for a long time. Okay, so this and is a remember real, the buy one get one free Sundays, right? This is a real thing, right? Yeah. Rocks? It, it is a real thing, and you sometimes they tell you to mix vinegar in the in the Benzonite clay, but I didn't want to do that because that stinks, and so then it's like you're trying to. Make your armpits is smell good, stuff, right? Is this stuff on your pits now? No, no. 
Why are you looking at my armpits? Wait, it's look an look armpit <laughs> detox. What do you expect? If you said you had an Talk eyebrow, about your tits. Yeah, if you said you had an eyebrow, wait, wax, wait, wait, look at your eyebrows. Wait, look at your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have a TikTok video of somebody doing it, and she has her, her okay. the palm of her hand on the back of her head, so her armpits exposed. Right. Is that the clay she's putting on her? Pit? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to sit like that for fifteen minutes, and it kind of that's kind of like a relaxing pose. Uh, like, hang on. Here's audio from the woman. It works as antiperspirant, and it's very bad for you. And if you try to switch to like a natural deodorant, it's not going to work because you have all the aluminum built up. Yes. Yes. So, it's aluminum. But this detox from Amazon, you mix it with some apple cider vinegar. So we'll see if this is going to work and make my armpits not stinky anymore. So I'm going to put the other. All right. So she's got a whole video on. Yeah. She's, she's detoxing. So she's like brushing on this like grayish yes. mud gook. It looks like it's goopy, muddy. Right. Yeah, mud. So my armpits are gray like this naturally. <laughs> okay, I'm very interested, Roxanne. It sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll bring my benzenite clay for you. And you know you give it a Yes. I had so much aluminum built up in my armpits, I went to the Reynolds Recycling Center. <laughs> right. Wow. $17.50. Good job. Yeah, look at that. You know, I had the folks from Coca-Cola bottling call me, and they wanted to use me as a backup resource. I said, materials are getting scarce, Fester. We need your pits. You, your pits are so aluminum, they're like attracted to Froggy's magnet fishing thing. How long have you been doing this armpit detox now? <laughs> aluminum is not magnetic. That was a terrible joke, Roxanne. Oh, what did oh, I, what'd you say? Roxanne said that my armpits are so aluminum that they're attracted to Froggy's magnet fisher. No, that's not. Yeah, alu- yeah. aluminum is not magnetic. No, you can't so, pick up mag- yeah, mag- aluminum. Yeah. Magnets do not. Uh, attract aluminum. I have my new thousand pound magnet in my truck. If you want me to go yeah. get it and try, Roxy, if you want to make metal jokes around this crew, you better be on point. All right, wrapping this up. How long you've been armpit? Yeah, don't 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 challenge us with science. <laughs> make metal jokes. Who do you think you are? Yeah, listen. If, if you try to hit us with anything that is related oh. uh, to I, those are your strengths. Yeah. Science. <laughs> science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so how long have you been doing this? Off and on for about a week. And is there any noticeable difference? I mean, you're not acting any goofier. (laughs) No, it just gives me a chance to, like, an excuse to say, Doug, watch the kids. I'm Uh, doing my armpits right now. I'll tell you what, uh, you're good for some kooky, crazy home remedy, like, at least three times a month. So I try to be consistent with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you tell us what's in the hopper? What other crazy little home remedy (sighs) things are you considering? Is there... Anything you can tell us off the top of your head? Um, well, that's a physical detox that I'm doing right now. And then I also am going to do like a mental detox. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> so what, to what, get all the voices what? and thoughts out of my head. Uh, wait so. a minute. I got an idea. Let's put Froggy's thousand pound magnet on, magnet on your head. No, let's go get it. I have it. Let's It'll put, pull all those thoughts right out. Let's put it right on Roxanne's brain. <laughs> Froggy's new 1,000 pound pole magnet. <laughs> Is that in the back of your truck? Yeah, I, got, I can go get it right now. It's so strong. Oh, what the hell are you going to do with a thousand pound? You can't lift a thousand pounds out of water. It. Let me go get it. No, no, don't, no, don't, don't. I want to go get it. I want to play with it. No, no, don't get it. It's this big. What do you mean it's that big? It's brand okay. new. It's what the, is this big? It's as it's, big as what? It's the size. Fro- it's like that big. Frog is holding up his fingers, yeah. making a circle the size okay, of like. like lift up this like, entire studio. <laughs> <laughs> Froggy's making a hand symbol with his finger like a like a silver dollar. I'll bring it in during the break. Frog hasn't learned that we're on the radio when he says it's this big. Doesn't help anybody. Uh, the size he's taking his yeah. fingers, he's taking his thumb and his index finger, and he's making it look like a, a golf ball, yeah. a baseball. Yeah. yeah, it's about the size of a racquetball. 
Thank you. <laughs> and you're saying that can lift a thousand pounds? Yes, we can test it if you want. Oh man, we ought to have Fester like strap on a metal belt and try to lift Fester. <laughs> off. <laughs> try, try to lift Fester off the ground. <laughs> let's, let's do that. I mean, okay, we got tomorrow's a, bit. Would I need a suit of chains? How would that work? <laughs> uh, yeah, you might need like a I mean, chain harness. What? Yeah, <laughs> with a metal. Plate. Uh, you get with a machine. Like you're a gladiator. Uh, you get with a machine shop chains. and get a rigging. Okay, That's Froggy's project. Listen. <laughs> Tampa Bay's favorite morning show is back. The MJ Morning Show. Let us move on to Fester and uh, Fester's wife, Allison, and what I guess they thought was a Grand Theft Auto case. I mean, I don't know if it got that far legally, but it got really damn close. Uh, But they called and they said, are you bringing back our car? They set it up. The wrong way. I I, I blame them. Their verbiage all was right. very specific. All right. Here's what happened. We've got a situation with Fester's wife, Allison, where I guess this almost turned into a grand theft auto and maybe a call to the cops that one of their cars was stolen. I mean, I'm grateful they called her first before they called the authorities. All right. So Fester's wife needs a new car as well. Okay. No, no. I just needed some major repairs on mine. She needs. She wants a new car. Right. That's, okay, what, that's what I said. I said Fester's okay. wife needs a new car as well, correct? All right. So, yes. Your, uh, or your wife wants she, a new car. She wants a new car. She's due for a car. Right. What year is Allison's car? Uh, 14 Explorer. So it's time for it to go. Dude, that's eight years old. So what? It's time for it to go. What about your car? I mean, oh, no, my car is great. You're driving a 2004 Lincoln Town car. Your wife's driving a 2014 uh, Ford Explorer. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to put out $2,000 so, a month in car payments. Right, so your wife wants a new car. Yes. And she has her eyes on what? So she thinks she would like a Tesla. Why? The, the I don't know. Why? Yeah, why yeah. is the question. Okay, why? They're pretty awesome. The why? Is that the SUV? Yes, the SUV. There's this, the smaller car is the Type uh, is the Model Three. Model Three. Then there's the Y. The Y. Then there's the X. But that X gets up to like a hundred grand, oh, hundred twenty so grand. That's so. with the wings, right? Yeah. Wow. So look at and, you, Rockefeller. Right. So, it's on a website. Right. Okay. So the the Tesla Model Y is the cheaper SUV. SUV right. Gotcha. All right. So your wife goes to what the Tesla store to test drive it? Yeah. There's a dealership on Florida Avenue in Tampa. Okay. And we went. I, there. I haven't been okay, there. Okay. Well, we went there once and we looked at them and I was like, you know. Like telling her, no, we're not getting this. She apparently befriended a sales guy. So on her own, she decides she that went by herself. She went by herself to go drive the Tesla because the salesman's there. He's super friendly to test drive the Tesla. And he's like, hey, you know what? We can set up an appointment to come back for a test drive. And I'm apparently I didn't hear this. The guy calls her. It sets up a test drive. He did his job. All right, so she goes on Tuesday, Tuesday to drive <laughs> Tuesday. the Tesla. Yes, she drove. I told her if, if you're gonna, and I knew she was gonna go. She told me she was going. Okay, gotcha. I said drive them both. You know, drive the Model Three, drive the Y. Tell me what you think. And she does. Okay, she takes the Y out for a spin, but apparently the duration of time that she took the Tesla was a little problematic, well, I, and there was a little concern no, at the well, dealership. Is that it? I've never been to a car dealership before right. where they let you take the car by yourself. Maybe because <laughs> they don't trust me right. personally, and I think that's a good move on <laughs> yeah. their part. Yeah, you walk into a car dealership, and they're saying, 
there's no way we're giving this guy. They make that sound of those all those women screaming. That's what the salesmen do. There's you no start way. walking up. Are you kidding me? I wear my white New Balances, the sign of good credit. I see your wife. Well, well, here's the deal. That's a uh, apparently, Allison had the car out for hours well, and hours and didn't tell them. She's or? on line one. You can't take it for hours. That's not true. That's not what they said. Al, is she there? Pick it up. Drive it down the street a little bit. Uh, So, Allison, uh, welcome to the MJ Morning Show, folks. This is Allison Fester's wife. Hey, so uh, Fester said you had the Tesla out for like over three hours. Well, they said take it out, enjoy it. You know, the key word they said was take it out, enjoy it. No, they said take it out, enjoy it, drive it around, take. Your, your time. time. Oh, they said take, take your, your time. Take your time. Have fun. Yes. Okay. She so drove. I thought they said take your time. I'm going to go do some stuff. I'm going to really test it out. It sold me on the car. I love the car now. And they told me take your time. I just didn't realize they were trying to get a hold of me. Uh, <laughs> After three and a half hours, where's our Tesla? <laughs> Meanwhile, she's at Publix. She's at Target. Okay, you make jokes, MJ. Had, she, a run, had a run over to Orlando to pick up something. Pick up the kids. She left up. She left the store in Florida <laughs> Avenue, picked up the kids from school in a car that's not ours. <laughs> right, the teachers are like, this isn't the car you had yesterday. Right. Okay, uh, drove down Bayshore Boulevard right. to through South Tampa, through Hyde Park, Stopped for lunch, went through the drive-thru at McDonald's to get my kid a cheeseburger. Hudson is eating a cheeseburger in the back of this Tesla. It's not ours. Got all kinds of, like, uh, McDonald's bun crumbs back there. <laughs> fries now. jammed uh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, fries jammed in the seats. After three hours... Allison's phone rings and she picks it up like, "Hello," <laughs> you know. It's like, like, like a friend's calling. And what they say? Um, are you bringing our Tesla back? Dude. Well, they said, "Hey, how's it going?" Uh, we were worried that you got stuck in a parking lot because when you get there, it doesn't like shut off. It's kind of weird to turn back on right. and everything. And so they were like, "You know, we just didn't want you to be." You know, trapped at a parking lot. No, no, no. They they thought no. They thought you stole the car. Yeah, and that's they, what I told they, them. They, they, they were so. they were easing in, saying, "Hey, we want to make sure you're okay." No, they wanted to make sure that they were going to see you and their car again. Yes, but the thing is that I did not realize they texted me probably an hour before. <laughs> but I I didn't look at my text while I was driving. So you're gone a long time. They start texting you. You're not responding. <laughs> tell oh, me. They thought I was gone. Yeah. Tell. Well, they didn't know, think you were gone because tell me Elon Musk doesn't have a tracker on that car. They know where their test drive cars are. Yeah, you're probably right. They're like, look at this crazy lady going uh, up and down Bayshore. They, <laughs> they probably have a button they can push to like to shut the car off. They probably have yeah. a camera in it, Allison. Right. They probably had a camera. They're sitting at their desks watching you pick up kids and and, and fast yeah. food. Yeah, probably. I mean, there is a camera up above the rearview mirror. Yeah, it, there's, uh, there's like 12 cameras on the vehicle. Every angle has a yeah, camera. You know, how long is too long for a test drive? The lady that's, said, you know, that's the question. She said, the salesperson was wonderful. But she to said, kill the battery? She said, take, no, that's like a 350 mile range. We right. could have driven it for so, several more hours. Right. So the salesperson said, take your time. The, the last thing she time. said before, have fun, drive it around, right. tell us what you think. 
Take your time, right. click. So let's say that family vacation started just coincidentally that very same day, and you guys decided to take your time and drive the Tesla to Moab in Utah or something. You know, I would what, need what? to find some charging stations along the way. But, but, but yeah. seriously, if they say take your time, what are the parameters <laughs> that you're allowed to take the car? You said take your time. That is like... Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Those you aren't know? my words; are your words. Take your time. I'm I going took... to Pahrump, Nevada. Right. So Let's if, go. If you like, take the car for like three weeks. That that would be taking your time. So what are the well, written yeah. what are the written rules of what are the parameters of take your time? I mean, they didn't make a. I don't think they made a copy of her license or anything. It's kind of looked at the license to make sure it was valid. Meanwhile, they're staring at your uh, 2014 heap in the parking lot. No kidding. It's <laughs> just abandoned there. They, put a, put a, they offered to burn it for us. Like we'll burn this for you. Yeah. Are you guys gonna get it? I don't know. I'm on the. You know me. You well, know. you have to order it, and I'm trying to convince them. And it only costs two hundred dollars to put the order in. You yeah. Don't have to pay oh, for yeah. It you, then you got to pay for the other seventy thousand dollars. Well, how, <laughs> whoa, whoa, how how much is the model? Seventy thousand. How, how much is it? I think it's. 60. It's right before 70. Yeah, it's wow. like 60 something plus tax. Holy wow. cow. Really? Yeah. You get a really nice boat for that. I'm like, I want a boat. Dude, you were moaning about like a 329 a month lease payment, and, and now she's going to get a $70,000 Tesla? Yeah. Listen, I don't want to hear you complain, Listen, buddy. hold on. I am uh, keeping it true on the 2004 Lincoln Town Car. That's crazy. Which well, I don't carry a note on, by the hey, way. Uh, but Allison, did you see the estimate to fix Fester's car? Yes, I did, and I think we need to get rid of it. Uh, yeah. He could have my Explorer. There you go. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, How many miles does the Explorer have on it? Um, a hundred... <laughs> A hundred thousand. Hundred thousand yeah. miles. This my, smells cigar enough. Yeah, listen, I, I, the, the, the primary function of my Lincoln is to be an ashtray for my cigars. <laughs> All right, now, Fester comes in this morning. For those that didn't hear the show early this morning, Fester rolls in this morning with an estimate from a repair shop. Fester went just to get an alignment. Fester thinks he's getting like a, a $99 alignment, goes to the automotive place, and they say to Fester... You know, we can't do an alignment. There's just too much wrong with the car. So Fester has, and he gave it to me. It's right here. An estimate to fix Fester's car, $3,278.60. And it needs replace all ball, ball joints, upper arm, lower joint, replace both struts, uh, replace both rear shocks, alignment, intake manifold replace, intake manifold coolant and this, and replace uh, sway bar links, uh, uh, waste dispo disposal fee. Anyway, the total cost to fix Fester's car so it can get an alignment, because Fester complained, it says customer complaint, alignment, steering wheel is not straight and pulls to the left. That's it. What's wrong with the car? And oh, then, it pulls and, to the and left. And then also Fester said it was riding rough. Not sure if it's because of the alignment. Well, it's because of the other dozen things that are wrong. And then there are there are notes on here. Fester made notes as the mechanic is going over the estimate of $3,200 to fix Fester's 2004 Lincoln Town Car. Fester's got notes on here. Originally, the, the, the guy at the, the body shop or the auto shop said, listen, I, I'll leave the car here. And I was like, no, I really need it. I need to take the car. So Fester's notes. 
55 is circled. Why is that? Because he advised me not to drive above 55 miles an hour. <laughs> Don't drive 55. Oh so God. I leave my house at the regular time, then except... It, then it says, keep it off all highways. Yeah, so, yeah. he goes, I would keep it off all highways <laughs> and interstates. And this is the car you drove to work today. All I drive is interstate. Well, I drive I, I-4, yeah, I drive 75, yeah, 275. Exactly. That's all you drive is interstates, and he tells you to keep the car off of the interstate. I don't even know how and to get to the radio. Station below, using back roads. below 55. Below 55. And what off is it? Highways. Explain this. Safe, unsafe. Okay. So I, I on, asked, on the sheet, it says safe slash unsafe. I, I said to him, I was like, you know, I was like, I could drive it, right? I can't break it anymore, can I? He's right. like, well, no. He goes, he goes, your car isn't unsafe. It's not exactly safe either. <laughs> and I was like, No, you got to drive 35. I can only drive 55 and less. That's why I was late to work today. I leave the house at the normal time, but I'm going two-thirds the speed I normally do. Dude. Put me a couple minutes late. We're going to crush this car next week. We are not. Let's drive it through that old QIK thing back there, that old big bus. Oh, no way. Let's flip it over that. Look, Fessy, you got to get a new car. The guy's telling you it's unsafe for the road. No, he said it's not unsafe. It's just not safe. What the hell does that mean? MJ, let's do that old radio thing where they put a car in the front and they give the listeners a sledgehammer and just oh, let them yeah. beat, beat the crap. That's a terrible idea. Right. We Fester, got sledgehammers. No. What is the value of your car? How much is your car worth? A 2004 Lincoln Town car. Less than that bill. I mean, okay, so yeah, I was thinking like how twenty twenty five hundred or three thousand dollars? Yes, right. the, and repa- the bill is thirty two. The repair bill is thirty two hundred dollars, three thousand two hundred seventy eight dollars sixty cents to be exact. Yes. and then the guy said to you, right, that uh, I might find more stuff once we have it taken apart. And that's what he said. That's what I pointed oh. out because once we start taking this off and that off, there's that's probably setting up more a couple grand. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, like there may be several yuck. thousand dollars in repairs that we can't Holy. itemize right now. All right, so Fester's got a jalopy that shouldn't be on the road. Allison's taking cars away for hours. They, the Tesla dealership thinks they, that she's stolen it. They do have an app, by the way. Someone just texted and said they do have an app, so they probably knew where you were, Allison. Yeah, they knew where she was the whole time. Awesome. They're watching her on the computer. Beep, uh, beep. Why is she uh, in the school pickup line? This, this, beep, this beep, says beep. she's in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you were asking yeah. how long is too long. We have a former used car salesman. Oh, 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 okay. oh I love this. Yeah, so he knows. How, how long is too long for a test drive? His name's Chris. Uh, hey, Chris, you're on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, doing fine. Go ahead. So uh, about uh, 15, 16 years ago, I actually I had my own used car dealership. So I had my used car license, and this was out in the state of Utah. And so there, there were specific laws, and it was actually uh, 72 hours before you could report a car on a test drive stolen. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. Oh. So somebody could go out on a test drive, take the car for three days? Technically, yes. Yes. <laughs> Take and your time. You, sign, you, act, you would actually have to sign. Now, and it's not even that unusual. I mean, back then, GM, they even had advertisements. They do their 24 hour test drive. Yeah, remember that? And you so could that take it home just, overnight. Yeah. Oh, that's when they used the meatloaf song. They used that song, Let Me Sleep On It. Yeah. Let, I'll give you an yeah. answer in the morning. They used that meatloaf song for the GM overnight test drive or something. Yeah, there you go. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. That's right. I'll give you an answer in the morning. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. 
No, and so I, it, it's it's not that unusual. And back in the day, uh, we used to do it more often than not because our insurance company, they would be the ones that dictated, you know, most of the dealerships. And that was just kind of the standard standard amount of time. Now, most people only want to take it for, you know, a 15-minute drive. Yeah. But technically, they could take it longer. I mean, there was a mileage limitation, though. It would say in there, you know, less than 250 miles. Yeah, I, I could easily drive less than 250 miles in two days. That's fine. I'll keep a car for a couple of days. Oh, that, that was in Utah. Repair and fester. I'll do that for half. Yeah. Bring it to my shop. Half. Okay, listen. <laughs> everybody knows my cell number. Just send me a text. I'm, shop, I'm shopping the. I'm, I paid the guy for the estimate. I paid him for his hour of shop time for the estimate. So I'm even with him. I'm going to shop it around a little bit. Oh, man. All right, Chris. Thanks for the call. It's even better the second time around. The MJ Morning Show. I've got audio. There is a woman who works at Walmart and is busting on and calling out a fellow Walmart worker. Listen to this. A customer brings back a frying pan, returning the frying pan. Right. There was still crusted scrambled eggs inside the frying pan that the person's returning. And the worker took it back at the Walmart return desk. That's why you return it. If I buy a frying pan, my eggs stick and it's not supposed to, I'm returning it. That's gross. (laughs) What's the deal? It goes in the trash anyway. You you don't bring... No, not all the time. A lot of times it goes back to the vendor. And a lot of these stores, they've got deals that... They buy from the vendor, but the vendor's got to take whatever return comes down the pike. They got to take them back. And sometimes I think they're physically turned back or maybe other times they just keep track and then they just keep a tally of the units that are destroyed. But this, you got to hear this. This is, this is, uh, uh, audio of this, uh, this, uh, Walmart worker that's just calling out, uh, the uh, hey uh, Andrew, did you did you pull that right? You pulled the where's where's uh, Walmart return? Uh, I'm trying. Oh, there it is. All right, it's number seven on my board. All right, so listen to this uh, worker calling out a coworker. Y'all, this bitch takes back anything. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, look, this bitch takes back anything. I right, listen. Y'all, this bitch takes back anything. Anything. Look, look, look. She took back a frying pan. <laughs> With eggs still in it. <laughs> oh, man, that's nasty. I don't know who that guy is, but I want to work with him. <laughs> He's <laughs> funny. I love him. Uh, that's just nasty. Come on, you shouldn't take back a front pan with eggs still in the freaking pan. <laughs> this bitch take back anything. <laughs> that's a st- we got to save that audio bite. Y'all, this bitch take back anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's some funny stuff. I got to hear it one more time. That's some funny stuff right there. I'm going to play the whole thing. Y'all, this bitch takes back anything. Anything. Look. 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 She took back a frying pan with eggs still in it. <laughs> you know, I bet you we can go to phones and we could ask our listeners that work in retail, what kind of crap have you seen? What kind of stuff? What merchandise have people tried to return, and what have they done to these items? Do you remember we did that bit years ago? Do you remember we did the re- oh I, I I remember this now we did the return game. We would buy stuff like a Target and or then Walmart, smash it, smash yeah. it, destroy it, destroy. We did like a vacuum cleaner, like yeah. a blender, Dude. like small kitchen appliances. 
and we would smash the item to bits. I mean, go to the parking lot, grab a sledgehammer, kind of like what I want to do to the studio, and just bash stuff to smithereens, put it back in the box, and go to the, like, the customer service area at Target, Walmart, to try to return it. What do we call that? It was like a, we. It was like the return something yeah, yeah. or other, Returnorama or something like that. I hope we came up with a better name than Returnorama, <laughs> but maybe we didn't. But we did that. I don't know, fifteen years ago. I mean, during the the original run of the MJ didn't Morning Show, smashed microwave. Oh, that's right. That we uh, bashed for some reason. I think it was a, mic- a microwave. It might have been after the. Head. It might have been after the Super Bowl egg test one oh, year, maybe. I don't and know. it it might have been wrong, and we smashed it. Well, that's usually then, how it goes. And then we just returned it to Walmart. <laughs> but I remember. There was one deal, I think it was Target on Gandhi, that there was some appliance that we bought, smashed it to bits, and then went to customer service, and then returned it, and then, you know, they you hand them the box, and it's all rattling, and then, Fester, I think, did you do I this? I think I went in there. I think, I think it was you that did this, and then you bring the, and then you dump the box contents out on the counter at the uh, customer service return desk. And all the just the pieces of a like a, a, a an appliance come out. If anything, this uh, social media video where this bitch take back anything. <laughs> that's just a, a a testament to their great return Y'all, policy. This bitch take back anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah. But I remember the whole thing we did when we returned Smash merchandise. We would say like, yeah, this it's just not working right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> something's wrong with it. I'm not you know, sure. You, you just dump out the parts on the counter of a smash blender or something. It's like, yeah, you know, it's just our people. Hey, Andrew, are people really calling about this? Oh my, I didn't even give out the no. Okay, fine. If you work in retail, or if you're, uh, you know, in uh, in the business world, what kind of stuff have people tried to return? I mean, what's the crazy? Or maybe it's you. All right, eight hundred nine nine zero one zero four seven. And I didn't even get out the number, and people are, I've already got three, four calls on hold here. All right, 800-990-1047. So if you do work in retail, what's the craziest thing people ever tried to return? Let me grab uh, line one. Uh, Beverly's in Wesley Chapel. Hey, Bev, welcome to the MJ Morning Show. Hi, how are you? Uh, we are well. What up? So I, I heard you talking about returning things, and I don't work in retail, but my husband, one time, we bought shells from Walmart, the ones that you stuff to make stuffed shells, and after we cooked them, they were all broken apart, and he was so angry that he literally put them back in the box and took them back to Walmart, and they took them back and refunded them. Well, there you go. Thanks, Beverly. <laughs> Zach is in Homosassa. Hey, Zach. Hey, how are you today? Uh, doing well. So, did you return uh, something, or you took yeah, something back? That we we returned. Like, well, like so, people were have their weddings, then have then the next day they returned and have the cake. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> at Publix. Hold on. They'll have their cake wedding, and the next day return the cake. Whoa, 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 hold on. You work at Publix, or you worked at Publix? I work at Publix now. Oh, you work at Publix, and you're telling me that people will get a wedding cake. They'll have their wedding, eat half the cake, and then try to return the cake the next day? Yeah, because if you read our, our our policy, no matter if you're happy, we'll return it. Oh, that's right. 100% satisfaction guaranteed at Publix, right? Yeah. What the? I mean, how mm. much is a wedding cake? 30 bucks? No. What? We no. wait to be several hundred dollars. Unless you have yeah. Rosie O'Donnell there, then she eats the entire cake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how much is a wedding cake? Uh, hey, Zach, how much is a wedding cake at Publix? 
about three hundred dollars. Oh, so oh, so you oh, customize the cake. Think of like a multi-tier right. elaborate wedding cake. Yeah. Damn, that's right, a but a regular a regular birthday sheet cake's like what thirty bucks? Yeah, twenty five thirty dollars. Yeah, if that. Yeah. All right. And then you've had people return a wedding cake the day after the wedding. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that. that and, like half eaten boxes of the chicken, and they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't like it. And <laughs> like, they'll order 100, 100 pieces, and like, there's like two pieces left. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> a hundred piece box of like chicken, of like what? The, yeah. the, the, the tenders? They eat 98 pieces, and they bring two back? Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Oh, my God. Yeah, people are really nervy. People doing it. Zach, thanks for the call. That's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, Allie's in St. Pete. Hey, Allie, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning, Allie. What's up? Uh, so I used to work for a store called Shopco up in Wisconsin. I'm now in St. Pete. But uh, we had a customer return the suppository, and the reasoning is they did not like the way it made them feel. Oh, that's a good, that's a good reason. Gosh. If you're not satisfied with it, return it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. You, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I said? I said to Allie, hey, Allie, what's up? I should have said, hey, Allie, what's up there? Uh, <laughs> whatever. Well, 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 I apologize. Whatever it is, it doesn't make me feel good. So I accepted all of it as long as they had a receipt. So it got returned. <laughs> oh. Hey, I, you know what? I don't like this suppository. Let me pull it out. Bring it back to Shopco or wherever the hell you work. Uh, hey, thanks, Allie. You're welcome. Have a good day. Oh, my <sighs> God. Look at the phones on this. Uh, hello, Bobby. Uh, Bobby's in uh, Newport Ritchie. Bobby, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Oh, no. Is my phone broken again? Bobby, you there? Son of a... The phone's busted again. Mm. You have got to... <laughs> No, no, calm down. Okay, take a you know, calm down, sweetie. Hey, get me the engineer. Get engineer. Get, get Max in here. All right, the phone's busted again. Hang on, let me unplug the phone. This place, I'm telling you, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk out. I, I am. I just, I, no, you, you know. won't. You won't. I dare you. I dare you. I double dare you. Double double from- dog dare yeah. you. Would you like to dare him as well, Roxanne? I would like you to walk out and then come back in. Walk out, take a deep breath. All right, hold on a minute. I just rebooted the phone again. I think you should quit. Look at Roxanne being all logical. No, our, our, <laughs> just guys, take a breath. our uh, phones, our phones are dead. Oh no! Uh, Where's the? Oh wait, wait, wait a sec. Oh my God! It's like Jesus. It's risen. No, Keep, but now, now hold, hold on a sec. Uh, is this Bobby? This is a terrible reference. Yes, I'm all right, here, buddy. All right, Bobby. Okay, now the phone is back to life. Uh, this is a problem. All right, Bobby, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Go ahead. All right, I was in a Walmart up here in Newport Ritchie once, and this lady in front of me was returning a gallon of milk that was halfway empty. Oh, man, it was probably already expired, too. Yeah. They probably drank half, left it in the fridge. It's probably a week out of date and, and tried to. And did they take it back? They took it back, but that's not the end of the story. Oh, what happened next? I was l- looking for a pair of shorts, you know, that I could run around in. And I picked this one off of the hanger, and I looked at it, and I looked at the inside, and it it was not clean, if you get my drift. Oh, are you telling me they were pre-skid marked? That's exactly what I'm telling you. I'm hanging stuff back up on the the, uh, hangers. I mean, MJ, listen. You're buying something from a store. You think you're buying it, and you're the first one to wear it. But you forget. People oh, take stuff and try it on. They God, go into the trying room, trying room. Oh man, trying room. The trying room. The dressing room. The, the changing room. Changing the room? the uh, fitting room. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Barry is in Tampa. Hey Barry, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Good morning. 
Morning, Barry. Hey, I, uh, I work for a company that sells mattresses, and uh, some of the mattresses they send back have some of the most outrageous uh, marks on them that uh, nobody would ever think of. And like the previous caller, they were skid marks. Oh, my God. That's, it's so, essentially, you got to burn these mattresses with fire. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you basically gotta burn them. Oh my god! They, you know, they send them back because they're uncomfortable and they have, um, you know, uh, stains on them. That you know oh. what? People are gross. People are just yeah. foul. Uh, hey, Barry, yeah. thanks for the call. I mean, look at the phones on this. I right. hey, Andrew, uh, just the the remaining four calls, and I got to move on. I, I had no. This just came out of nowhere. I had no idea I was going to take calls on this. Uh, Eric is in Tampa. Let me see if the phone works. Oh, it does. Look at that. Wow. Uh, Eric, uh, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, good morning, MJ. How are you guys doing out there? Doing well. What's up, Eric? Hey, uh, I bought one of those wheat eaters at top of the line. Yep. And I could not get it, ever get it started. So one afternoon, I smashed it so hard on my backyard. I still got the broken bricks. I made a <laughs> note, and I took it back to the store, and I put it the note. No, it did not fail for my truck. It never worked. And I <laughs> left it outside of the store. <laughs> what was the store, Eric, that you brought it back to? It's a, a low-mo store here in Armenia. You know, right, right, so you got so frustrated, you took the weed eater, the weed whacker, and you started whacking the weed whacker on your pavers, and you still, oh have, the, you still have the broken bricks where you smashed your weed whacker? I still got the broken pavers on the back, and I smashed <laughs> it so hard that my wife thought I was crazy. And I made a note, and I took it back, and I went about a Honda. And I'm a happy camper. There you go. Thank you, Eric. Have a, right. have a great day. All right. Melissa yeah. and Largo, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Can you put a story together yeah. for me? I'll keep it nice and sweet. Please. I was Please. at Walmart yeah. a couple couple days ago, and a guy was standing in front of me with, like, the little annuals, the little black buckets of annuals. The little plants. They were dead. They were just sticks out of the dirt. And he's, the guy asked him, when did he buy them? He said last year, and they died. And he returned them. And they took them back? They took them all back. And Dead he, plants from last year. Last year. He said they died. Uh, clearly they died. But these are like the 99-cent annuals. And he brought them all back <laughs> to go get new annuals. Okay, sir. Here's your uh, here's your $3 back. Oh, wow. Thanks, Melissa. All right, last call on this. And what, what was the caller I hung up on? Jackie. Uh, Jackie, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm Jackie, I'm just frustrated today. Poor right. Jackie. So, Jackie, please don't take it personally. All right, uh, last call on this. Carrie's in Tampa. Hey, Carrie. Hey, good morning. Hey. The Publix thing is real. My son works at Publix and said a woman, it wasn't too long ago, came in with an empty cake box just before they closed at 10 and wanted to be refunded. It was a birthday cake for um, a kid's party. But she didn't have any cake in there. So I guess they must have eaten all the cake and just brought the empty box. But the manager <laughs> refused to refund her. He said, if you can bring some of the cake back, I'll give it to you. Was there even like a little bit of frosting on the, the lid? <laughs> Look, here, here's know. a little smear of frosting. The cake was missing. And then another time, after wow. one of the hurricanes, I was in Publix. And there was a man in front of me with a cart full of bread. He had a cart full of bread, and it was a month after the hurricane had already passed. Oh, so it's all moldy? <laughs> and they refunded him uh, for the entire cart of bread. 
That is ridiculous. Uh, hey, that th- ridiculous? It is, Carrie. Well, Thank you. Bread, and nobody else could get bread because it was off the shelf. And he takes it back a month later. Carrie, thanks for the call. Thanks, Carrie. Yeah, so he was like a bread hoarder, then didn't need the bread. And then can you imagine month old bread? It's got the you know the green and the turquoise mold growing in there and everything. That's just when it's good. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty disgusting. It's the MJ Morning Show. Hey, MJ, I gotta ask you something. Yes. Since we're so comfortable delving into the personal lives of Tom and Giselle, I gotta ask you uh, something's going on with your nose. I see something something on your nose. Is that a domestic domestic thing? Everything okay at home? Oh, what are you, what are you, oh, you're talking about yeah. the... <laughs> Got a cut on your nose, like you've been in a fight. Maybe with a coffee cup or an iPad. Hey, you do have, have a cut in your... Have you been staring at this all morning? Listen, I got to do the tattoo story. I'm this... running I'm running late on the tattoo story. Listen, this little viewfinder view that I have of you, that's what's in it right now, is that cut on your nose. It's right in the middle of your, above the bridge of your nose. Yes, I have a cut on the bridge. Oh, boy. All right, fine, fine, fine. Uh, what time is it? Uh, 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 you're you're prying into my personal life. Yeah, we do it. We pry into everybody else's. Dude, this is a second face mark in two weeks. Mm, monkey a, pox. Yeah, I see a pattern. Of- I don't have monkey pox. Monkey tox. Hogs. Uh, oh, you know tox. what? I might have. I might have taken a picture of what happened. I think I did. Let's see it. All right, all right, here's what. So if you're watching MJTV, if you're watching right now MJTV, and of course our show is live on TV every morning from 6 to almost 10 o'clock in the morning, the entire show, we're on on MJTV. If you go to MJMorningShow.com, if you go to MJMorningShow.com and you click on MJTV, you can watch us live or you can watch the replay. So if you're driving now and you can't watch, then if you want to see the mark on my face, uh, you'll be able to go to MJMorningShow.com later on, go to MJTV, and you'll be able to see the replay, the posting, and you can watch it on demand. Uh, after the show ends, you can watch this on demand. So, all right, I'm pointing to it right now on the MJTV camera. And what, does it, what, what does it look like? It's, you see, it's like uh, Roxanne. It's a red it's, it's like, on the bridge of my nose. It's on the bridge of your nose. It's like a cut. Yeah. So ow, I ow, ow, it hurts. Yeah, look at uh, Rudolph. Oh, a, Finally, I can make some fun yeah. of somebody else's nose. See, that's the really that's a really hard spot to have a cut because it moves yes. every time your face yeah. moves, your no, eyes I, move. I'm, I'm touching it, and it's still sore and painful. And it's hard to get a cut right there because your nose would block it. You know what I mean? Right, so, 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 so how odd. So how did I get the cut on my nose? You got to point this out. Are you cutting, dude? Is it that obvious? I mean, I can see it from here very clearly. Are you that stressed? You have to release some tension? No. Cut yourself? I fell. Uh, oh, ooh. you were drunk? Drunk! I, 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 <laughs> you drunk? I wasn't drunk. You fell? How uh, old are you? Well, wait, wait, wait. I think I saw a wine bottle on your Instagram feed this weekend. My hip. It had nothing to do with the 2010 floor cardinal that we opened up, which oh, yeah. was spectacular. It had to do with the floor, yeah. though. It, yeah, well, no, it, it did not have to do with the floor. Pavement. It had to do with a a picture mirror on the wall in front of my toilet. <laughs> Trying to do handiwork? No. Oh, jeez. Picture mirror? Hang on a minute. What is that? You have a picture of a mirror? Okay, standing in front of the mirror. Why? Hang on, hang on. You hanging a towel on it? 
I do that. Uh, let me get Michelle on the line. Roxanne, you're making me late. You're you're taking the blame for this. I'm taking the blame. You're, what what you're, were we supposed to be talking about? Tattoos? The tattoo deal. Hang on. I'm so we'll, sorry. I'll get to the tattoo story right after this. Hello. Hey, Michelle. So Roxanne just uh, made a big deal and pointed out the cut on the bridge of my nose. Oh, yeah. You, you had to rough him up? Did you bite him in the nose again? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, here, here's what happened. It was Saturday night. Saturday night's all right for fighting. And I was going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And don't tell me, oh, my God, you need to be checked out. I don't know what it was. I th- Maybe I got out of bed too quickly and I was lightheaded. Because sometimes, Michelle, I will do the pop out of bed where I'll spring out of bed, right? You do that all the time. That's I know. really scary. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, so Michelle. Wake up, what, like catching, trying to catch your breath? No, I'll just pop out of bed to, like, run to the bathroom real quick. Weird. What, what do you or pop like, out? Even, even if he's just sleeping, taking a nap, and then all of a sudden he jolts awake, he actually just, like, gets straight up. Like Anne Hayes? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bolt up. Mm. All right, so. In the middle of the night, Michelle, I think it was maybe, what, two in the morning, would you say? Oh, well, maybe a little later. All right, so I, I woke up. I had to go to the bathroom, and I sprung up, and I got to the bathroom, which our, our master bath is pretty close to where our you know bedroom is. It's right in the same, you know, Swedish kind of area. Not Swedish as in uh, Sweden, but like this. It's, we got a little master suite, and the, the bathroom's right you know, fairly close to when I get out of bed. So I bolted awake. I walked to the water closet, and the water closet is just, it's a, a room with uh, just a toilet. So we've got a sort of a master bath, and I've got a water closet on my side of the bathroom, and Michelle has a water closet on her side of the bathroom. And I bolt up, I go into my water closet, and I do remember I was standing in front of the toilet, and the next thing I know, I had leaned forward and I smashed my mm. face. There is like this decorative glass smoke like mirror. And it's not really made to be a mirror. It's more like a decorative piece. And it's like this heavyish metal frame. And for whatever reason, I don't think I blacked out, but I must have. Because I, I just, I remember I was standing in front of the toilet just doing number one. <laughs> Oh. And, I hope you weren't and, doing number and, two, standing and, in front of the toilet. No. So I, hey. I was standing up, and That's I. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Froggy. So I was standing up, and I, I guess I just I leaned forward. I, I don't know whether I went back to sleep or I blacked out or I had gotten up so quickly and the blood had rushed, and then suddenly I, I leaned forward. Oh no! And. I just remember hitting this mirror and I clocked it. Ooh. And that's the cut on my fore and my nose I, I, it does hurt. I don't think, you know, I don't think it's broken. It doesn't look it didn't really swell. No, it's not swollen. It's, it's just the yeah, red cut. I've got a red cut because the edge of this like mirror frame, it's like a metallic-y looking chunky decorative smoked mirror deal and it's more decoration and I just I I lean forward. I sort of collapse forward, and the bridge of my nose stopped all of my body weight. <laughs> so that that 
Uh, you happy now? Three. You passed I'm, out. I'm happy that Michelle did, I, like, that everything is okay. Right, Michelle? All right. You know and, what? And here's the thing. I asked him, because I wake up every time, and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And he just gets back in bed and doesn't tell me anything happened. And then in the morning, she sees I'm, my nose is bloodied, and it's scabbed over. And she's like, what the oh. hell happened to you? Everything happens to you in the middle of the night. Right? So I weird. Know. All right. You guys want, you want to see what it looks like? No. You know what? I, I took a picture of it uh, because I was... <laughs> in the middle of the night. No, 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 no. I took a picture of it yesterday. Okay. I took a picture yesterday because I wanted to show Michelle. Michelle was downstairs, and I took a picture to show Michelle because she was already cooking breakfast. So I went down, and I, I took a picture to show Michelle. And I, right here, I think, is where I where I hit because I was going to show her on the picture. So I actually have a picture on my phone. I'm going to hold it up right now. Who wants to see my toilet? I, it's, uh, well, you're lucky you didn't fall down and hit, like, the toilet with your head and everything. Oh, my gosh, like Doc Brown. Can you imagine if that's the way I expired? You dreamed can of you, Can you imagine if, if I died? Can you imagine I fell down and hit my head on a toilet? Oh, man. That yeah. would be, that's like actually like the perfect ending for you. Or you oh. dream up the flux capacitor. I, I mean, you know, think about, you know, MJ guy died, died face first on the toilet. And then yeah. you just, you're in the toilet. All right, let me hold up the picture right now. And I, I forgot that I, I just reminded myself that I had this thing because I was showing Michelle where I hit. So I'm holding it up to MJ TV. Can you see it, Andrew? Is it pretty clear? I thought you were going to show us your bloody face. No, I, that's yeah. on camera right now. I, I know, but right. immediate after. So, after. All right, so I'm, I'm holding up the the picture, and we'll post this also. We'll we'll put my toilet photo up on mjmorningshow.com. So give me a second, or maybe I'll put it on social media or something. I'll put it on Instagram. All right, so right here, I'm holding this thing up, and you can see there's my toilet, and then up here. This is that, like, chunky, you see what I'm talking about? It's like a chunky, yeah. decorative mirror picture-looking thing. And I I leaned forward, and I, I did a reenactment also. I kind of, uh, yesterday morning, when I was totally awake, I kind of stood in front of the toilet, like, imitating me doing number one, and I leaned forward to see where I hit, and it would have been right here on the lower metallic edge, and I can zoom in. Right here, I'm showing it on MJTV. Mm. So I hit my nose right there. And uh. Roxanne, that's why my nose is red well, and you're cut. Lucky. Yeah, right? you're lucky it's just red and cut, and it's not all swollen. So right? anybody watching live, you were able to see it on MJTV. And if you're not watching live, you can watch later on and just go to MJMorningShow.com, click on MJTV, and you can see uh, the attack of the killer toilet. Yes, Andrew? I thought that was a new tattoo you got. No. <laughs> yeah, right there in the middle of his eyes. Yes. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. On the bridge of his nose. Well, because when I talk about the tattoo story, uh, which will be right now, running a little bit late. All right, Michelle, uh, I'm okay. I don't think I have no, a concussion. I'm contacting assisted living today. <laughs> yeah, that's what Michelle said yesterday. That I have to, I'm falling, so now I've got to be an assistant living. She's not wrong. You need to get a uh, I fall and I can't get up button. A life Guys, alert. Listen, I, life I, alert. I walked and jogged four miles yesterday yeah, with the dogs. Yeah, and then you fell. Did you say no, I, I walked and jogged after I fell. I fell in the middle of the night, and then in the morning, I went out for... When, that's when people need assisted living, is when they, they have no control of themselves in the middle of the night. I've, I've got to get somebody to sit on the bedside with you. I've never fallen in the bathroom, and I'm telling you... You need a visiting angel. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. <laughs> oh, no, Michelle, uh, 
look up a place for mom. Oh, we can stop it. <laughs> I saw Joan London doing commercials we, years ago. <laughs> stop it. A place for mom. Guys, I think it. I got out of bed too quickly, and I was. That yeah. happened to me. And I was standing up, and I just, I remember, I think I just, I like blacked out for a second. I went for, and the minute I hit, I, I, I snapped out of it immediately. The minute I clonked my nose on the, the mirror frame in front of the toilet, I woke up immediately, and I was fine. I continued, uh, and I don't think I missed the bowl at all during this whole process. MJ, yeah, this happened to me a few years ago. I, I was, Fenster probably might remember, but... I was running late for the morning show because I fell asleep on the couch, and Fester called my house, and I jumped up so fast that I passed out and went through my coffee table. I remember that, oh, yeah. And hit God. my head, knocked myself out. Oh, my God. And it was just from getting up too fast, and I called my sister, and she's like, you need to go get a brain scan. Uh, I, don't need a, I don't need a brain scan. Not, well, not from the hit, but why did you black out? Why did you black out? Guys, well, just low blood pressure. Guys, I think... What? He doesn't have low blood pressure. He's like a... Like a baby. He always eats sugar. I just <laughs> got up quickly. I think that's the explanation. I've had nothing prior to this. I've had nothing after this. I was physically active for four miles yesterday Wait, with, MRI. with no issues. I don't need an MRI or a brain scan. Froggy, did you get a brain scan? Yes, I did, of course. And nothing and? was nothing was there. Well, it was just a pea sized brain. They, but they I was noticed fine. that his brain was below average. I'm trying to say I'm stupid. Brain size was below average. <laughs> well, we have your report, Mr. Uh, Froggy. You are quite dumb. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> I had doctor. I'm, I'm fine except for the uh, the contusion on my nose. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you happy now that I've I've revealed that I I passed out and uh, while I'm going to the bathroom and I smack my nose on a picture in front of me? Yeah, I'm glad you're honest about what's transparent about what's happening. Well, that's what happened. Home. You need to get Domestic that head check. There's nothing wrong with my head. I got out of bed too quickly at three o'clock in the morning, and while standing there, I just kind of fell forward. What's the last thing that happened to you at three o'clock in the morning? You smashed up your glasses. <laughs> you didn't even know it. You're blacked out. Something else happened. You wake up and stuff is just strewn about. I think it's strewn, but I like strewn, too. Uh, hang on a minute. I got to grab line one. Who is it, Tony? All right, Tony yeah, on line one. Hey, hey, Tony, where are you calling from? Uh, Tampa, man. I'm always talking to you. All right. Okay. Go, go, go ahead, Tony. Okay, I got up one, one night just like you, and the next thing I found myself in the, on the floor. And then I, I felt uh, somebody waking me up was my wife. The next thing, the next thing I was in the hospital, was St. Joseph with a stroke. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got, you know, it was crazy. I never had that. I, never I, I did not have a stroke. I don't. I, my finger, nothing's tingling. My speech is not affected. Well, I didn't feel, I didn't feel anything either. I'm not numb on my left cool, side. Man. No, it, I didn't have a stroke, Tony. I just, I. How are you doing? I got doing? out of bed too quickly, and I blacked. That's it. Okay, that's what I did. Okay, Tony, we <laughs> get it. You're really escalating this. <laughs> oh man, look, Fester, what's the word that this, the news stroke lady said? Bash, bash. Uh, uh, nerve blurb. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, blurb. Uh, Tony, thanks for the call. Yeah, Tony, how are hey, you doing man, now? You, are you okay you. now? Uh, yeah, Tony, you okay yeah, now? Okay, I'm okay now. I'm perfect now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Now you're calling radio stations, scaring DJ. Tony, thanks for the call. Tony, the alarmist. No, I'm just did kidding. Not have a stroke, guys. Dude, I'm just saying, it might not have a stroke, but my CTE might be setting in. That's a brain bruise. Yeah, I didn't get CTE from banging my nose once. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast.
BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. This is a bit awkward. Roxanne, would you ever let somebody use your lip gloss? Uh, that's a really, I, I, that's a, that's, I, that's a tough <laughs> one. You're sounding like a TV reporter on CTV right now. <laughs> a little Bertoshi. Like, what, yeah, <laughs> what if Pat I mean, George I mean, asked you? The, an- the answer to that question. <laughs> right. it, would it depend who it is? It, it depends who it is. I mean, it depends. Yeah. No, no, no. What it depends upon is how well I know them. That's so, it. So, like, what if Meredith asked you to borrow your lip gloss? Yes, Meredith can borrow my lip gloss. What if? Pat George, our traffic reporter, asked you to borrow your lip gloss. No, but for reasons just because it's not going to be his color. It's not going to look right on him. What if canker sore Carl down the hallway asked you? No. Canker sore Carl. You There's know, no such person. He's always got the cankers. Yes, sir. What about lip fungus Felicia? Yeah, can she do it? Fungal Felicia. I mean, Felicia's great, but that her lip, I'm always staring well, at it. The reason why, the, the reason, the reason why I'm bringing this up is... You know, Michelle and I had a conversation because there was a story in my pile about the awkward moment between Kate Middleton and Nutmeg, uh, Meghan Markle. And it appears that, I guess, in the uh, in the book that Prince Harry has, this... Uh, Spare? Yeah, spare. I, spare. I, I, I don't know if it's brought up in that book or if it's uh, brought up, uh, you know, somewhere else. But I think it's from the book that there was an awkward moment where Meghan Markle allegedly asked Kate Middleton if she could borrow her lip gloss. And uh, apparently that got really awkward. And then Michelle and I had this conversation. Ooh, gross. I would never let anybody use my lip gloss, lipstick. I wouldn't let any, I mean, mascara is one of those things you definitely don't want to share. You end up with like pink eye or right, something. Right, right. But, but end like, up with conjunctivitis. Lip gloss, if you if you don't know the person. End up with a subdural hematoma. Oh. You can always toss your lip, lip gloss out. After you let or go, oh, that color looks so good on you. You can keep it. Oh, key. Oh, really? Uh, that's that, what that's what Kate should have done. You know, we ought to go to phone calls on this because Michelle was adamant. Michelle was like, "Ooh, gross." My wife said, "Absolutely not. I would never let one of even my best friends use my lip gloss." So this did come from the book Spare. It, it, it's from Spare. That's what I yeah, thought. And uh, Harry describes it as her innocently asking Kate, and it's kind of an American thing. And old Kate was spun out. Kate eventually gave her some out of, uh, she, she dug in her bag and pulled out a tube and Megan put some on her finger and didn't put it up to her lip and just rubbed it on. Uh, let's go to phones on this. Ladies, let's go to the lip gloss lines. And do you concur with uh, my wife, Michelle, about lip gloss, lipstick? That's totally personal. And nobody should even ask you to use it. And my wife says, gross. 
And Roxanne, you, you seem like you I'm, have I'm a, a little more loosey goosey with the lip gloss, right, I suppose. So, but I mean, if if I don't, I do have a friend. Uh, like, who are your best friends? List your best friends. Uh, you know, my friends, Jana, Melissa, Hannah. We, we, yeah, they're all going to. What about Deborah Shirls? You didn't yeah, mention course, Deborah Shirls. I just met. Well, oh. I also didn't. I also forgot to list um, Kettle. And Dunice. Kettle and Dunice. Roxanne's made up friends when she doesn't want to reveal a real name. But, but when Dunice was, um, when Denise was one time, this girl, she wanted Denise, she wanted to borrow my lipstick all the time. And I I did see thing, something on her lip at certain times. Oh, and, no. Denise. So, oh, no, no, is it really Denise? Or are you making it up? It's it's Denise. You're making it up. Okay, Denise. So so Denise and I would just no. There's no Denise. What was the real name of your friend with the lip fungus? This friend. What is the real name of your friend with the lip fungus? Is it Felicia? Was it your sister? Was it your sister? Stacy. It was not. So so long story. I would just not use that lipstick anymore. If she used it, I would just not. Let's go to phones on this. Have you let a friend or someone use your lipstick, lip gloss? How gross is this? My wife says no freaking way. Gross. All right, let's grab, how about Veronica in Brandon? Hey, Veronica, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hi, MJ. I I would have to say I am with your wife on this one. That is an absolute no for me. We don't know what people do with their mouths daily. We don't know what they're carrying. And I will not share anything that goes on my mouth with anyone else. When was the last time somebody asked you if they could borrow your lip gloss or lipstick? Has that ever happened? Um, it, when I was younger, and I would never even, I, I was a smoker, and I had a lot of people who would want to share cigarettes with me, and I would absolutely not even do that when I was. So I have, I wouldn't even drink anything after anyone. Yeah, there you go. Alright, so Veronica, are you fungal free? Uh, excellent. Okay, you <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yes, I am fungal free. Just for the taste of it, fungal free. Which, mm. which Veronica are you talking about? The one with the fungus? No, no, no. Fungal free, Veronica. Uh, yeah. Veronica, thanks for calling. Mackenzie, great name. Is it Mackenzie or Mackenzie? Uh, hang on a minute. I, uh, the screen has a weird. Uh, the I, the I uh, and the U uh, are right now, next to Now, are you Mackenzie or Mackenzie? It's Mackenzie. There you go. Right, he just corrected it. Uh, Mackenzie's a great name, by the way. Uh, Mackenzie's in Tampa. Go ahead. Um, I, it depends on lip gloss or lipstick. So lipstick usually has a stick that you have to put directly on your lips. So I would say probably not on that. But lip gloss, you can actually, it depends. You could put your finger on it and then put it on your lips. So it's different. Ah, uh, so... Yeah, that that would make sense. Roxanne, did you bring that up? Or, uh, no, that or, Meghan Markle oh, did, did that with Megan. Oh, okay. Megan did that to Kate's oh, lip okay. gloss, but Kate was horrified right. that she even asked in the first place. That's a good point. Thanks, Mackenzie. Appreciate it. Let's grab Claudia in Tampa. Claudia, you're on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Uh, let's talk about sharing lip gloss or lipstick with another woman. Absolutely not. They don't get to use my lipstick, my hairbrush, or my toothbrush. Well, toothbrush is a real... <laughs> I don't know anybody yeah. who shares a toothbrush. Yeah. Those are personal man. things. Now, like I, the girl that just called before, I don't have a problem if they want to put the, you know, lip gloss on their finger and then put it on their lips. But they ain't touching. I don't want any other chick's lips on my lipstick. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, isolate that one. That's a that's another good laugh. Got thank you. You have to have something sacred. There you go. Thanks, Claudia. Appreciate it. Tracy's in Dunedin. Tracy, MJ Morning Show. You're next. Hi. Good morning. Long time listener, first time caller, but I'm with your wife, Michelle. It's a no on lip gloss or the lipstick. Have you ever been put in an awkward situation? Many times. How do you get out of it? I take it, and I'll tell them stick out their finger, and I'll either push a little bit of the lipstick on it or the lip gloss. Yeah, but you're going to touch her disgusting fungus finger. Hold on. You're, you're saying that Tracy has a disgusting fungus finger? No, the next person. Oh, oh, the other oh, person. oh you're, you're saying that she's going to let her finger her lipstick right. now? Right. But we're we're usually together, and they usually just wash their hands in a bathroom when they're asking for this. Gotcha. Uh, they well, better. Tracy, th- after all these years, thanks for uh, calling in. I guess we finally got you to call in. Thank you. I love you guys. I'm sorry, not Tracy. Uh, you're you're. Hold on. You're. Yeah, you're Tracy. Yeah. All right, Tracy. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a good morning. All right, you too. All right, let's grab Tammy and Lutz. Tammy, MJ Morning Show on Q105. Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm just like your last listener. Listen forever, but first time caller. This is awesome. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, absolutely not. Um, don't want to share stuff like that. Don't want to drink after other people. Too much stuff people have out there. But I tell you what, if I felt bad enough and I let a friend do that, I would come home and probably cut the end off with a knife if it was a really good lipstick or something and then use it again knowing that the stuff was cut off. Yeah, just cut off like a millimeter of the potentially fungal exposed area. Exactly. (laughs) But I really think the Meghan Markle thing and all that, I think it's you know, the English people, they just have a very stiff upper lip and that's just not something they do over there. I think it's definitely an American thing that if it happens, it's over here only. Gotcha. Hey, thank you, Tammy. Yeah, no problem. That's a great one. Thanks for finally calling in. Of course. I think uh, I should run down the hall and see if Meredith will let me use her oh, lipstick. Oh, she'll should let we, you. Should we test it? She will totally let you. Of course she will. She will. Oh, <laughs> should we test that? Meredith will let Pat George use it. <laughs> uh, let's grab Cheryl. A uh, couple more calls here, then I got to move on. Cheryl in Parish. Cheryl, would you let somebody borrow your lip gloss or lipstick and apply it directly to their lips? Well, I think that, that the... Uh the consideration should be the time that we're in. It was a time when we all shared. Do you know what I'm saying? High school, everybody shared lip gloss. You know, I, you know what? I thought you, it, that is a great point. I remember even when I was in uh, high school and I had this thought like maybe three or four callers ago and I forgot. And thank you for bringing it up. But I think I do recall the, the teenage girls sharing lip gloss and seeing them pass it around at school. And not even teenage. Then you, at the club, when you'd go in the bathroom, if you were at the club or whatever, if somebody had lip gloss, you'd you'd put use their lip gloss. But now it's a different time. So now, but there's also, there's also germs from your own lips on your lipsticks and your lip glosses. So not that you want to share with everybody. I wouldn't go into Walmart and walk down the aisle and share my lip gloss, but... My own mouth has my own germs anyway. Lip glosses, lipsticks, they get they get germs on them anyway just from being in your drawer and your lipstick and your bag. So 
You've got fungus on your lips from your own. <laughs> hey, Cheryl, did you hear? About what? There's a fungus among us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, uh, Cheryl, you understand sorry. back when you did swap lip glosses, there were plenty of fungus on those as well. Different time. Fungus, like, just, this is what I'm saying. You could make a conversation all day long on... Would not now, but there was a time when it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, only because um, you have more information now. Now you know how disgusting right. it was. Right. Okay. But uh, you're talking about, uh, but you're talking about Meghan Markle, and that was not completely recent. And it was in somebody another caller made the point that is yeah. in Europe. Cheryl, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, you, yeah, you know Rox. what I think you're basically saying? Like, I'm picturing just being with one of my friends and her being, Roxy, you have lipstick uh, or, you know, watching me. This has happened. Watching me put lipstick on. Oh, can I have some? And if I say no, that's the same as, as me saying you're gross. That's what you're saying. Right, so you're that's saying, what you're saying to your like, best you friend. Reject, no, you're gross. If you reject the request, you're saying, ooh, you're filthy. Your mouth is filthy. Yeah. You're not touching mine. What do you do, what do, you do yeah. when you see your friends kiss them? Not uh, on the mouth necessarily, but, you know, you kiss, like, when you greet your friends. You should just say, I have a lip fungus. You probably don't want it. <laughs> Hey, uh, Andrew, I'll take just a few more here. Then uh, no, no more calls on this. We've got to move on. Julie is in Tampa. Julie, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Second to last word on this. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey. So the sh sharing the lipstick or lip gloss or anything on your mouth is a hard no. No. It's gross. Your wife is absolutely correct. And, of no. course, this got drummed up because of the Kate Middleton and, and Meghan Markle deal where apparently Meghan wanted to borrow Kate's uh, lip gloss and uh, they they were grossed it's out. It's hard to believe that Meghan Markle didn't have a lip gloss somewhere around her. Uh, I think she's just a crybaby, and <laughs> I wouldn't have shared it either. And by the way, my wife hates Meghan Markle. Yeah, I think she. I, I hate that she's gotten so much exposure. I think it was intentional, and I hate everything about this situation. Yep. Julie, thanks for the call. All right, last call on this. Rebecca is in Tampa. Hey, Rebecca, MJ Morning Show, you're up. Lip gloss, lipstick, another girlfriend asks to borrow yours. What do you say? Well, um, I have asked to borrow lipstick, and I now own really two really nice tubes of lipstick, so I think I'm part of this problem. Oh, because you steal it from people after you use it? Or, or they don't want to take well, it back? No. They don't want it back. I have asked I must have asked people countless times to use their lip gloss or lipstick. And now I'm considering this a PSA because I'm like, oh, I guess that's gross. I won't do that anymore. Hold on. You never thought you never thought twice about it? You never thought that it was potentially gross? No, I don't wow. know. I, I guess not. But now, listen, thank you because now <laughs> I, I have revised my way of thinking. Yeah. I'm not going to ask anymore. And I'm very grateful for the two nice tubes of lipstick that I have gotten in the past from asking and people being polite and being like, you know, it's a really good color on you. Just keep it. There yeah. you go. That's their way of being polite when you're mm. disgusting. Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> hey, everybody, get it out! MJ, Fester, Froggy, and Roxanne. This is the MJ Morning Show. Right, so I have an issue here, and I want to know, has this ever happened to anybody else? I got a push notification from Google, from the Google Play Store, 
warning me that my bank's app, my online banking app, is dangerous. What? Uh, exactly. What? Yeah. Now, now you probably do most of your banking at a really fly-by-night place that's <laughs> not established and hasn't been around for like 200 years, right. right? I have a couple of banks that I deal with locally. We're, we're longtime members of a well-known credit union. Mm-hmm. And then I also have some uh, accounts in a business account at another local bank. Now, I'm not going to mention the bank just yet because I like this bank. The people, they're very nice to me. And I alerted them yesterday. So near the close of business yesterday, I called up my, well, I, I guess my banking representative uh, at this branch that's closest to where I live. And I said, hey, I, I just got a warning about your bank's app. And I've got Google and the Play Store telling me to delete it. In fact, the push notification said, click here to delete the app. They they wanted to delete the app from my phone right away. This is my bank. Why are you going to let Google tell you what to do? All right, let me share with you. And I, I did screenshots. I got the push notification from Play Protect. Now, I'm an Android user. Uh, you guys are all Apple users. So, so is got- Play Protect Google based thing? Oh, you're sounding like Andrew now. Can you? <laughs> it's the Rox, it's the new Roxandrew morning show here. Yeah, it's, 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 Roxandrew. Yeah, that's right. Them stuttering their way through the morning. <laughs> the Roxandrew morning oh, show. So Play is the name of the Google App Store. Yeah, okay, I got you. With Apple, you guys go to the App Store. See, that's what I don't uh, understand. For, Thank you. I'm an Android user. I've got a Pixel. So for Samsungs and for Pixels and for the Android phones, you go to the Google Play Store. That's the app store for Google. And I got this push notification and it says, Play Protect. Your device is at risk. One harmful app found. I've got like 200 apps and it's found one harmful app and it's one of my banks. As you're saying, I'm thinking the same thing. I have all ca- all kinds of sketchy games made, uh, right? made, like, no, made in like uh, Pakistan. I, I, <laughs> oh, I stay away from that stuff. I, I got, oh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, all kinds yeah. of silly apps on my phone for the kids to play, all that stuff. And you get a warning about the banking institution that you go to. <laughs> Guys, I've got the screenshot right here. I've got this big like red shield with an X through it. And it says, your device is at risk. One harmful app found. And it says, uninstall harmful app, question mark. And then there's a green button that says uninstall. Then it has the name of the app, which is the bank. And it says, this app tries to spy on your personal data, such as SMS uh, messages, which are text messages, photos, audio recordings, or call history. So somehow Google Play is saying that my bank and the app that I have on my phone to check my accounts, to do online banking transfers, do, uh, you know, the, the, the online deposit where you just take a picture of the check and, you know, send it in. I've got Google telling me that my bank is trying to rip me off and it's spying on me. So what? is your bank doing that? I don't know. So I called my bank. During a break yesterday afternoon uh, from the Schnitt show, I was in a commercial break. I'm like, what is this? So I called my rep at the bank locally, and they're like, what? Oh, we've never heard of this. I said, could you contact your bank's security division and tell them what's happening here? And if they need it, I've got the screenshots. 
Like, does anyone know what's going on so here? So you're on the side of the bank in this? I think Google's looking out for you, and here you are like, uh, is something wrong with your app? And the guy's like, uh, no. But, hey, you should be happy. Yeah, I don't know if the alert is erroneous or if the alert has been triggered by something that is not quite really that dangerous. If anyone knows what's going on here. I haven't heard back from the bank yet, but uh, that was late in the day yesterday. And my rep at the bank said, yeah, we're sending this to IT right now or to the security division and find out what's going on. I mean, I can't be the only one that's getting alerted that my bank's online banking app is spying on me, or at least that's what Google's saying. And they're, they're like, they're forcing me almost. It's like they're, they're trying to push me to uninstall my bank's app because okay. it's dangerous. How confident are you that the Google message you received is authentic? And that's not a piece of spam or virus. No, 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 no that's real. Because the push notification comes right from, I know it came from the Play Store. It came from Play Protect. Okay. Right, does anyone know what's going on here? Has anyone experienced this? 800-990-1047. Has anyone else gotten, like, alerts from the Google Play Store? Does Apple do this? Do you ever get alerts from the uh, the nope. Apple? No? That's why you should have an iPhone. Yeah, I just yeah. downloaded Angry Birds 16, and everything's sure. fine. They let us download whatever we want. <laughs> Great, from hackers in uh, the, the former, uh, what, Yugoslavia, right? right. All right. I want to go to phones on this. Does anybody have any clue? Has anyone gotten a warning like this before? Is there anyone in banking? Is there anyone that knows internet security why would google tell me that my bank is spying on me and i need to delete their app uh, if anyone has any insight or anything similar or you have anything to say or add buzz us up i mean this kind of freaked me out yesterday I'm like, oh my god I, what, what are they doing to me is this like a, a false trigger? Uh, you know, that's what I'm trying to figure ooh, out. Ooh, ooh, what, out. If, what if it is like a virus? What if it isn't really your Google Play? No, no, Fester just brought that up. No, it is. It, it's absolutely from Google Play. Does anyone have any insight or thoughts? Has this happened to anybody else? Or do you have any ideas? I mean, I did delete the app. I mean, Google Play is telling me, get rid of my bank's app, that it's, you know, it's all digging through my underwear drawer or something, you know? Uh, I mean, if Google says get rid of it, I guess you might want to. All right, phones are ringing. Andrew, if you can screen quickly here, or folks, if you have any other, you know, side or ancillary story to what we're talking about, I'd love to hear from you. Andrew's screening should have some calls uh, on the air in a second. If you're calling, let it ring because Andrew's screening every single line here. Yeah, an ancillary story from a texter. They got a call yesterday, an automated call from allegedly Duke Energy. It said press one okay. to keep their power from that being on the next disconnect list. We were a victim of that. Yeah, those are scams. Right. Th th those I can spot a mile away. This legitimately came from Google and Google Play. This was not like some... I, I don't fall for fishing crap. In fact, uh, American... This is crazy. I got some emails from American Express, and I'm like, the email I got, it was... Uh, what what was it? Uh, oh, that you recently changed your phone number and we're just contacting you. And I'm like, um, did I? I don't think I changed my... So I call up American Express, and they're like, oh, no, sir, that's a that's a phishing uh, email. That's That's not an email from us. It turned out that it wasn't. I said no. I know what I know what phishing scams look like. This is an email from American Express, mm -hmm. and because it was like welcome dot and it was apparently a new extension that the the agents 
didn't even know about. They, they had no clue. And I had to educate them. So I'm like, you know what? This is not going to work. So I called the American Express fraud number, and they confirmed that it was their email. So I'm good at determining what's fraud for real and what's phishing and what's not. Not right. that good, apparently. Uh, let me go to phones here. <laughs> All right. Uh, phones are popping. Let me grab uh, Chris is in Newport Richie. Chris, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. Hi. Um, Any ideas here? Yeah, well, I ran into the same issue. Um, I got uh, hired on by Amazon Flex to do uh, deliveries for them. And when I went to download the app that you need to use, they, uh, I kept getting that, this warning from Google Play saying this is a dangerous app. You know, do you want to do you want to cancel the download? Wow! And uh, so, so the app that Amazon wanted you to use as a delivery driver, the Google Play Store is telling you that it's all dangerous and frigged up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I talked to a couple of people I know that that work for them already, and they said, yeah, that pops up, and they called Google. Google up about it or wherever you call up to, you know, file a problem with them. So I alerted my bank, and I can't believe that I'm not the only one that got this warning. This is a well-known local bank. Uh, well, they, they've, they've since merged to a larger bank, but it's still like uh, local, you know. It's still, it's still pretty local yeah. feeling, so I, I still love the bank. And I, I'm just wondering if this was like a false trigger. And, uh, Stephen, quickly, before I uh, – uh, not Stephen, uh, Chris, before I let you yeah. go – did they resolve the problem? Was it a false trigger or a false positive? Well, I called Amazon support about it, too, and they said that this is a, a, a glitch in the Google Play system that they've been made aware of, but gotcha. they just don't do anything about. Yeah, yeah, trying to get a hold of Google for stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, Google yeah. Play people sound like alarmists. You end up with somebody that uh, claims their name is Sally, and they're in Indonesia. Yeah, sure, yeah. your name is Sally. All right, let me grab Steven. Steven's in Plant City. Hey, Steve, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hi, good morning. Yep, Hi. Okay, so I, this is what I do for a living on a daily basis. Um, so one of the things is you, if you don't know for sure, delete the app, go to the Play Store, make sure it's the one from your bank, download it, and then when you open it, there's actually permissions in there. And if they don't have any business opening your messages or whatnot, you can actually turn those permissions off. Yeah, I've done that. I've turned a lot of permissions off on some of the apps, and sometimes the apps don't need them. Sometimes they need them to function. Right. So, uh, yeah, I deleted it, and I know it is it is the real app. It wasn't like a phony app. I wasn't fooled into downloading an app that was. I've had it on my phone for a couple of years, so I know it's the real deal. And for some reason, it, it just got triggered yesterday by Google Play that my bank is spying on me. Yeah, you have, to, you have to turn off the, uh, the, okay, I'll talk in a minute, I'm sorry. Um, the permissions, and what happens, they probably didn't pay Google to sign it, and that's why Google's us. Ah, uh, gotcha. Hey, thanks, buddy. All right, let me grab uh, Shane is in St. Petersburg. Hey, Shane, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Yeah, I've had that problem, too, with my bank. I've even had that problem with my Amazon app, too, telling me that it's uh, corrupted or it's just act or something and when I call for the customer service yep. some of them go that it's a bogus alert or just something in their system yeah something and that's what I'm thinking that it was triggered or maybe it's something as simple as they do have access to my camera unless I turn the permissions off or my text messages and I probably need to just turn them off all right just a couple more and I got to move on here 
Eric is in Tarpon Springs. Hi, Eric. You're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing well. So I had a, uh, an, so my app on my phone um, notified me that my banking was corrupt and I had to change every password in my saved uh, password section. I had to change every password in my phone. Oh, wow. So oh. I'm not sure what caused it. I called my bank. They didn't know. Um, so to this day, I just changed every password, but I, I don't know what happened. And what kind of phone do you have again? I'm sorry. I have an iPhone. Huh. All right. Hey, thanks. All right. Let me grab Len in Hudson. Right, last call on this. Uh, Len, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hello. Uh, just want to say you guys are doing a good job. Um, welcome back. Thanks. And uh, I did a Circle K thing, and they had a game on there. And when I tried to download it, my phone tells me, do not do it. It's corrupt. Well, hold on. What about Circle K? What? Like a yeah, gas they, app? I, they do games and stuff and to win prizes. And when I tried it, nope, couldn't do it. And is this Google or is was this Android or Apple? Uh, this is uh, Google. Interesting. All right. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm wait- Hey, thanks for the call. I'm waiting to hear from my bank. And are they going to tell me, yeah, this is just like a false positive alert or whatever? I'm uh, waiting to hear from Circle K about this game. I, I, That's I, pretty cool. I, I have no idea what. what the, I'm downloading it right now. Does, Circle, wait, does, does Circle K really have a game app? I don't know. According to Len, Circle K. All right, well, let me know. Let me know how it works out for you over Ooh, there. Circle K Inner Circle, Circle K Rewards, yeah. K Car Wash. Yeah, I'm sure. Listen, all that Circles K is fine. Look, I, how the hell does Circle K uh, have five different apps? Uh, uh, really? Yes. It's like Circle every Circle K, Circle K. Wow. What does Seven Eleven have hmm, uh, seven <laughs> or eleven? This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. I've got some science. Porch pirate science. Science. Do you know what days of the week porch piracy is most prevalent? I'm going to recuse myself. Uh, you know the story. Yes. All right, I'll no, t- she's a porch pirate. That's how she knows. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to recuse, my, recuse myself. Because I'm very busy on these days yeah. of the week. It's Mondays and Tuesdays, so... The smart home uh, security company, Vivint, they polled 1,000 people about previous experiences with package theft. So they actually had it narrowed down to people that did have packages stolen, 1,000 people. Uh, first of all, it turns out that 29% of people uh, as a whole have had packages stolen. So almost a third of people that are listening right now, most likely, have had a package stolen from their house. I tell you, MJ, I would have guessed those days anyway because people are ordering stuff on Friday and Saturday when they're home and they get one or two-day delivery. You know what? Let me let me give out the number real quick. Uh, have you been the victim of a package theft? Have you had a delivery and a porch pirate stole your package? Uh, 800-990-1047. Fire up the phones. Uh, just a quick call. 
800-990-1047. Have you been the victim of a porch pirate, your package stolen? 800-990-1047. Could it be it's busy on Monday and Tuesday because porch pirates are just like the rest of us? We're most productive at the beginning of the week on a Monday and Tuesday. We're go-getters. Go get those packages. Uh, Mondays, for whatever reason, yeah. though, I, I don't know. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays uh, are the worst days for package thefts in America. And this is also another very interesting stat that a lot of people do not get a refund. A lot of people do not actually receive a refund. It's nearly half. I was startled by this, that according to the research, nearly half of all victims of porch pirates who have their packages ripped off, they do not receive a refund for the the stolen merchandise. That's kind of shocking. And, you know, of course, the most common stolen items are Amazon Prime shipments. That's the most common, Amazon Prime. Uh, Nikki's in Holiday. Nikki, you're on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Hi. Hi. So I had, I bought these um, porch, uh, torch lights, like uh, the ones that are solar lights, but they look like torches. Yeah. And I had them in my front patio. And then, and then one day they were gone, and we were here. The car was here. There was even an ADT sign right where they stole one of them. <laughs> yeah, that, that worked. Right. So wait a minute. So you're telling me these weren't delivered? This wasn't a package. Someone just ripped the torches out of your yard and, and walked away with exactly. them. Exactly, exactly. And I called Amazon just to let them know and see if I had like any recourse. And they actually said that they would uh, give me a one-time courtesy and refund. Oh wow! Oh, wait, wait, wait a sec. So you had already unpackaged them, and they were just on yep. this. So how long after you got the delivery did someone steal the torches out of your yard? I had them for like a month. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Thanks for the call. Right, let me grab uh, Jennifer in Riverview. Hi, Jennifer. Have you had a package stolen recently? Yes, actually. We had packages stolen from our porch. However, we never ordered them. We had a neighbor who was ordering them to our house with a stolen credit card. Oh, my. Would watch our house for when it was delivered my. and then walk across the street and pick it up. Oh, my. Unfortunately, they were getting, you know, the notifications that it was being delivered. A couple of times we were able to pick up the packages as soon as they were delivered, not realizing they were delivered incorrectly. And this person had rang our doorbell saying, oh, by the way, you got one of our deliveries. So we handed it off a few times, and then a couple other times, we opened it up, realized this wasn't for us, called the companies, and this person, our neighbor across the street who we did not know, came to our door, banging on the door, screaming for us to return the packages that we had to call the police. That's a whole whole different racket. Unbelievable. Check this out. We got a great show coming your way. Now you can watch the MJ Morning Show. Check out MJTV at MJMorningShow.com. How about this? Does anyone have any idea what this is? Microwave. Did you look this up? She Roxanne? sounds no. hot. But Microwave. I, the only thing that comes to mind is one thing. What? Rico Suave. No, it's it rhymes. <laughs> Micro Rave. Rico. Rico Suave. No, is that Geraldo? Gerardo. What do you say? Is that Geraldo? Gerardo. Uh, Gerardo. 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 With an R, not an L. Yeah, the Rico, Rico Suave song was Gerardo. That did the okay, Rico, me... Rico Suave. 
Is Fester, you bringing up the. Uh, the I got to listen to a commercial over two, three, two. Ale, a Rico. Yeah, Froggy, you know it all. I saw him live. Rico. CNC Music hey, Factory guess what, opened Froggy? up. Froggy, my first concert ever was Rico. Suave. Probably the I was, same like, one. I was at like five years old. My mom took me. <laughs> was CNC Music Factory there? Uh, hang on. There we go. Yes. Suave. By the way, uh, I believe. I believe this guy. Did he die? Is he still alive? No, he's alive. Oh, oh, he is? Okay, just. All right, no, it's it's not. uh, This is not Rico Suave. He's on Kenya. Can I play the. Every time I play the drop, you're talking, Froggy. Sorry. Uh, Let me play it. Meet Crow Wave. I'm going to whack you. Stop, stop. All right, stop. Here, here, listen. Meet Crow Wave. This thing kind of broke the internet yesterday when the story hit. Meet Crow Wave. You have no idea what she's saying. Microwave. She's saying microwave. Like, this is a <laughs> this is a well known television cooking presenter. Oh. from the BBC. Oh, British Baking Show. Her, well, no, this is yeah. Nigella Lawson. Does anyone know? She's pretty famous, Nigella Lawson, and she's the host of Cook, Eat, Repeat on BBC Two. Oh, that show sucks. Yeah, I, uh, I like the British baking. Show. I don't know that I've ever watched a show on BBC. And she said, <laughs> "Microwave." Let me give oh, you cooking. Let me get. Well, what is she saying then? I know. I don't want to ruin it now. Let me play. Oh, I know what she's saying let now. Me, let me play the whole bite. Listen to this. But I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. Oh. <laughs> what? I know what she. I don't get it. <laughs> microwave. microwave. The microwave. She's calling the microwave microwave. The microwave. Microwave. What a dope. Oh my God, I'll never call my microwave a microwave again. We have no idea why she's calling the microwave the microwave. It's not like the British call a flashlight a torch or, you know, whatever else (laughs) they say. I mean, there are, you know, interesting things the Brits say, and I guess they think we say interesting things as well. But even the Brits are like, they call it a microwave. She's like Moira from Shit's Creek. Really? Microwave. <laughs> you know, my wife loves her affectation. <laughs> David! David, please put my food in the microwave. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I mean, yeah. it's pretty cool. One time I called FedEx and I was talking to a national person yeah. and they were telling me where a store was. They're like, it's Dolly Mabri. Dolly Mabri. I'm like, yeah. there's what? no Dolly Mabri here in Tampa. Yes, it's a main road, Dolly Mabri. Oh, Dale for Dale Mabri. Yes. Yeah. Microwave. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast.